0: Hey Google, play E forty Yay Area.
1: Okay,
0: Yay Area by Mm. E forty. Sounds weird when you say it, to be honest. (laughs) Sounds a little odd, like her saying Yay Area. Yeah, we have to do like something real good for the Bay today, and my Bay Area natives will understand. Anybody who knows me will understand. Anybody locked into what cashmere has been doing will understand. I got my I got my family in the building today. And and when I get my Bay Area people, whether whether we blood friends, just down to the soil, I know how we talk. Like it's it's different. It's gonna be a different show today. So we gotta get the zone right. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough for they for they before I get hit, before I get hit. What's going on y'all? It is your man, Cashman, California. This is the Pod is Good Podcast, episode 17. Pod is good and all the time. If you know, you know, if you don't, you gonna learn today. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Happy to see everybody jumping in the chat. Uh, love all the comments we've been getting on the show uh, in the past 16 shows. It's it's been pretty cool. It's been pretty cool. You guys have been asking about the guests, trying to bring certain people back because it sounds like there's conversations that need to be had. Even down to my guest yesterday, my man Seven, who was talking talking Moore's life and 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 reparations and. Um, the, the Peace and Friendship Treaty of the Moroccans and the United States. I mean, we we went in there. It got deep. It got deep. Somehow we went from him playing professional soccer, you know, all, all the way to reparations. And and that was like in a split second. So it happens like that on this show. It happens like that. Hope y'all enjoying it. Hope you're rocking with the content. And I really hope you rock with what we're about to do today. My guest today is my family, like not y'all know how we use family, like kind of interchange with someone who's just really close to you. This ain't just somebody that's just close to me. This is one of my longest running friends. This is my, one of my longest bonded relatives. This is a person that I call my little brother even though my big brother passed when I was younger, I call this guy my little brother. He's hilarious. He's he's he is one of a kind in, in not only um um comedy. I really wish he had it became a stand-up comedian. There's still time. Maybe we can get him to, to kind of step out on this show. We'll see. We'll see. Y'all, y'all kind of nudge him for me. Um but he does so much he does work with computers he works in the military he's he was that guy he was the sniper guy i don't know if he has any jokes about that but he's he's been around the world and i and all that right ladies and gentlemen without further ado i bring on my next guest my cousin
2: reg from the save was good Kazo? was Man. good family the intro is a lot to live up to like that's <laughs> that's honestly the nicest thing you've ever said to me like earlier today on the phone i think you called me an idiot like at least three or four times so to hear you say hey, and that's family right now, business
0: right? though that's family <laughs> business you talking family business out here
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Well, i appreciate that yo I'm. Uh, I, I just want to say man i'm super proud of you um, I know we talked about doing this type of thing for a long time, man, and yeah. to see you continuing to do it, man, is, uh, is, is motivating. And I really appreciate your hustle. You feel me? You never stop. That's one thing I can say about you since I've been able to follow you around and wear your clothes when you were not looking, uh, <laughs> you've, you've always done, you know what I'm You've done what you say you was going to do. So I appreciate that.
0: Thanks. I appreciate you, man. That, that means a lot. That definitely means a lot. All right, so today we're gonna to get into your story, right? We're gonna get into um, some some of the conversations and thoughts we've we've had and talked about. But first, I want to get into. I've been I, I've kind of been slacking on my top fives uh, my past couple of episodes. So let me get back to a good top five conversation. We're gonna start it off with that. All right. Okay. I want to know your top five comedy movies of all time
2: oh man Set uh, it off. damn that's a very good question uh-huh. i have a lot man a lot of like surprising ones too that that kind of just are funny for what they are yeah um but um i would say off the top of my head i would have to go um harlem Nights. boom this is not like in no particular order
0: hey, you know hey in, like, it's, a, it's an order to me uh,
2: <laughs> It came, to, it came
0: to your heart first. Harlem Nights. Hall of Knights. Get them oh, quick.
2: You Get them quick. You have some, from, <laughs> from start to finish. That that classic. is the funniest classic. Yeah, classic. Um, classic. I would have to say life. Mm. Uh, that's that's hilarious. Martin Lawrence, Eddie awesome Murphy, classic. Bernie Matt, just heavy hitters all through there. Um dang man. Uh comedy movies.
0: Let me tell you something. So, just off your first two. Yeah. Give you some time to kind of, kind of okay. think and process. But just off your first two, what what stood out to me because those are my top five as well. Yeah, those are two movies that are very rare because they took a group of heavy hitters yeah. and they didn't disappoint.
2: No, no.
0: Sometimes you some that happens. You know what I'm saying? You get egos, too many egos, of them.
2: Yeah, egos get involved. People just start. You know what I mean? Like trying right. to outshine each other, but like. Not trying to be it, funny. I don't they, think nobody can brought, can bring it together or has since those type of movies like came out. Like, I mean, it, it might be like maybe like two main that like the main characters might get along, but like, right? I don't think it. I don't. It's just gen- yeah. it's just constant riffing, constant. You know, what I'm saying ad libbing, just kind of throwing stuff out there. Other person going with it, just funny people, right? Actually, making a movie. You know, they you know just what I mean, like these,
0: these are top dogs.
2: Yeah facts i feel Top. like they just gave them like a premise and was like hey this is what we're thinking about making right. this is what the scene is right go go you know what i mean yeah i mean
0: you got red fox you got eddie murphy got richard pryor yep. got our hall you got della
2: reese yep. i mean robert harris robert harris great, great that, robert's that, harris, 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 harris. yeah
0: Robert. they got them all
2: in there and it's kind of like they was all in like in like a good prime, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like, you know, Eddie Murphy of course and um Richard Pryor, you know, yeah. they probably well, I mean, you can't even say that cuz Red Fox is in it, you know what I'm saying? they history go back before that, but yeah. um but still, you know what I mean, like everybody nobody else, nobody was funnier than the other person in that movie,
0: bro. Like that that movie is 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 tops. And it's funny you talk about Prime, it's like when you look at Eddie Eddie, you know, was doing stand up before that. And it felt like he was in his prime and he was doing delirious and raw. Yeah, I'm not sure when I have to go look at my history and see when Harlem Knights came out in respect to those standups. But during that era, he was, you know, he, he was in his prime, but then yeah. you jump from that all the way to life. And he's still in his prime. It
2: ain't no, you know, no change. That,
0: that's a lifetime away I from mean, each other.
2: But let's just be real. Um, the new coming to America, Eddie Murphy,
1: mm.
2: ain't really. Mm. You know what I mean? Harlem knights Eddie mm. Murphy ain't really. Yeah, he got like, too
0: many grandkids now.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Got and too I, many grandkids. This, now. It's like it's like watching Martin Lawrence and in um in the latest uh Bad Boys. Like, yeah, it just. You know, I don't know. 100%. I don't know if it's the distance, or you know, what I'm saying not the distance, but the time it took for them to come back around to get involved in that life. But like, I feel like when you're, when you're hot, like Kevin Hart, right. People hate Kevin Hart, but like Kevin Hart goes, he has not stopped. He's in there. He's going to be consistently, whatever he is, he's relevant. He's in the now. And he knows that he's like, this flame is destined to burn out. So, right.
0: Right. But, but I, I strongly believe this is my hunch. I believe that grandchildren kill your edge. I feel like when you're by yourself, you ain't got no kids, you got fire, you going, you gotta edge, you hungry. You have kids, now it's like okay, I gotta do even more because now I gotta yeah. put on for my kid, I gotta provide, I gotta show them how they can do it. By the time you get grandkids, you 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 done lost, you softened up, and so when you see the the comedy that comes out of Eddie, the comedy that comes even when Eddie was on, what was it the the. Wasn't oh, the 50th anniversary, it was some ad- anniversary of uh, snl, yeah. And he did the characters, he was still hilarious, but you could just feel it like he was just a little softer. It was, it was almost like
2: yeah. Yeah. it
0: was like watching Muhammad Ali later in life, like even without the Parkinson's, like yeah. just overall, he's just a softer guy, yeah. You know, before yeah. you know, Ali would be like, Oh, yeah, playing around with you now, he's just kind of like. ha,
2: i yeah. think i'm chilling yeah, and, now and maybe maybe in that right he should have stayed with the type of movies that he was making when people were like oh he's fell off he's not because he started having kids right so mm-hmm. like he was Those like daddy I want,
0: daycares and stuff yeah
2: all that stuff maybe yeah. he should have that should have been the wave he kind of wrote versus coming back like could you do buckwheat like i'm 65 years old or how old. Right. <laughs> you know saying? Right. like, i don't right. have that same energy naturally you right know what i mean forget like, let, acting let me
0: or, uh Let let me do Shrek. I mean, not Shrek. Let me do Shrek, but do donkey. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then you can draw
0: in all the. You can give me all the animation that I don't know. I don't do anymore. I don't have Golden Child. I'm I'm
2: gonna sit right here in this chair. (laughs) I don't have trading
0: places, (laughs) energy anymore. So you could draw that energy, and I'll just sit here.
2: Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? And you just make it... (laughs) And you you doing the legs and all the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I don't know, man. Uh, he, although although he's one of my favorite, you know what I'm saying, actors, comedians. Um, I just feel like they kind of did him dirty with the whole um did him dirty with the whole come back and do the same type of, you know what I'm saying, thing you're doing. Yeah. Try to revamp
0: the whole thing.
2: Yeah, like it wasn't for him. He was good. That's why he didn't do it, you know what I mean? Right. But I mean, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. The second one was it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. Uh, it was his it, own thing. You had to watch it by itself.
0: Right, right. No, but I, I agree. I think that's a good point about kind of riding the sunset off in animation. I think animation and voiceovers is like the direction for all comedians. Like D. Ray, you will get th- to that day yeah. where you don't slow down. Just but D. Ray's you know, not voiceover funny.
2: of the D. Ray's not funny.
0: Yo, I ain't gonna front D-Ray was on wilding out and d I see, I, I know D-Ray from LA. Like I'm I've yeah. met him a long time ago, but yeah. let me not say I know him, I met him, I've been around him.
1: Yeah, I've
0: never felt like he's super funny, yeah. But he is a good comedy writer because he yeah. would have out a joke sometimes, and I'm like, Oh, that's good. That's yeah, <laughs> that's just written really well. But
2: yeah, yeah, he's he's i think i think it's the industry right like you just you know what i'm saying like you know how the industry is it it, it puts a it puts a um it, it puts a, a stereotype out there for everyone to be like this type of person does this type of thing mm. so like you know what i mean just subconsciously you're thinking like you can't you know what i mean you you feed into that yeah. that vibe where like but from the core of like just listening to the jokes to me i don't think I, I mean, he's just not, he's not my a comedian for me. Like yeah. I, I feel like he he may has those good um those good moments and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I put him in the same kind of category as like um your boy um DC Young Fly now. Mm.
1: You know what I mean? Like
2: oh, yeah. not even no, because D-Ray's way funnier than DC Young Fly, mm. but I feel like when everybody's hungry, they're they're their best. And then when they try to when like they uh, you know what I'm saying they ask them to to be something, like, hey, I need you to be that guy all yeah. the time. To yeah. keep that energy, keep that same type of momentum. Hey, I was just doing that to get on. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Like right. It's now, hard to I know, hold up. now I need a team to kind of, you know what I'm saying, put me in those spaces and stuff yeah. like that. But it that, is that,
0: it another does. another nod to uh to Kevin, because he's kind of kept that same team. Like I knew yeah. I knew people in his team in LA before he became something. Like he was yeah. still he 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 was almost like a flop
2: because yeah. he was
0: like Uh, what was that paper, paper soldiers? He was like paper soldiers, um, soul plane, yeah. But you know, but his career still didn't really do anything. So when I would see him at like 24 hour fitness, and I was, um, anyway, like you know, people in his team around town, it was like they they were still just like comedians trying to figure it out, yeah. But it was always like the same group, yeah. What's smart about him is that. His his fame obviously exploded, so I know he doesn't have nearly the same amount of time to sit around writing jokes and coming up with material. Yeah, but because he has that same group to kind of bounce things off of, it still feels like the same flavor all the time. Anytime you see him, yeah, on stage or doing whatever,
2: yeah, it's, it's easy. easy it's, it's easy for him, I think, to keep that keep that energy because of those things and I mean and they, they tell you like stick with your day ones they're gonna be real with you they're gonna tell you what's not funny what's funny yeah and in his last uh comedic special I think he kind of addressed that too it was just like you know people they're they gonna check me you know what I'm saying and they, my friends are and I, I check them and we you know what I'm saying we banter back and forth right. and I feel like that's what makes they camp um probably one of the most successful like comedy teams yeah you know what I mean because when he, a long yeah. Time. When he, man when he travels he trap they open for him they do it like they they're their own moving production company right and i feel like you know he did it the smart way from watching all his idols do it the wrong way yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah or not even the wrong way just probably just not knowing um but i think third movie third movie on it um he probably people are probably gonna get hate about this but uh Step Brothers ha! Uh-huh. So, <laughs> that movie is <laughs> hilarious bro i gotta watch that i can watch that <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> and still laugh at it
0: okay number three step brothers all right
2: yeah, number three step brothers and then there's so many that i just can't think of right now um as the show goes on i probably can uh spit out some more but like um like will ferrell right like yeah not will ferrell i think is making that turn as like an eddie murphy Type of turn too because yeah. he's starting to get into that elderly. You know what I'm saying? He can't be out there being wild, will and you know right. more cowbell and in his underwear. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> Doing stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's
1: hard, to yeah, hard to yeah, be exactly. elf
2: now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I yeah. feel like him capitalizing and, and understanding that that uh that lane he's he's uh, he's starting to put for himself is good too. But uh his his earlier shit man like elf hilarious like those movies.
1: Oh yeah. Not
2: all of them. I don't like. I don't like like a lot of his Saturday Night Live stuff. But like when somebody's writing jokes for him and he's get to perform it. You know what I mean? Like he. Yeah.
0: And what was the um, Talladega Nights?
2: Talladega Nights. Um, Ricky Bobby.
0: Ricky Bobby.
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't you put was... that on me, Ricky? You know that. <laughs> that bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, Will Ferrell is up. top notch. Oh, uh, what's the other he's one? Like- um, where he's the the news anchor. I oh the name of that one, but um <laughs> Anchorman, Anchorman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anchorman, Anchorman yeah. was hilarious as hell, too. Like those yes. those type of movies, man. I can just sit back and just some people don't like those type of movies, you know what I mean? Like,
0: that's true. You it's, just gotta, it's gotta be your type of type of comedy,
2: it's gotta be your type of comedy. But I feel yeah. like what other type of comedy is there besides like that? Like <laughs> even Harlem Nights. it basically said,
0: like, but like, well, what other kind of comedy is it besides the one I like? Like,
2: no, not even that, but like <laughs> What, what else what is, is there? there? What other kind of comedy? What, what um? What is it? Blazing Saddles? <laughs> Are you thinking you know like somebody mean? who likes
0: um? Somebody who likes Napoleon Dynamite?
2: Napoleon right? Dynamite is hilarious.
0: I I don't. It's disagree, not one of my favorites. But I'm saying the person that that loves Napoleon Dynamite um may not appreciate. Johnson's family reunion, you know what I mean? Oh. Like it, it, it might, it just may not have the type of subtle comedy that they enjoy because it's very overly projected comedy.
2: I could dig that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of which, you just reminded me of another movie that's one there of my go. favorites. Number four welcome home roscoe jenkins
0: thank you it is <laughs> in my list i watch it all the time all the time Woo!
2: <laughs> you can have to go you ain't do, do nothing but read re-nig. <laughs> <Re-nigger. laughs> <laughs> bro oh. i say that line to people at work <laughs> dude <laughs> like, what, yo what he's on my like,
0: hold on hold on when, when i bring up for anybody that wants to support the show I bring up my QR code, I you know because I know people want to support. You see the picture? Do you see the picture? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: like, hey
0: Reggie, why you keep touching my pockets, Reggie?
2: <laughs> the, hey, and what do you say? You can't go, you can't do nothing with the picnic pants on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey boo boo, hey boo boo, another picnic basket. Oh my god, bro that that is hilarious i'm going to
0: get some ice uh it's it's gonna be like i forgot how much it was 200 (laughs) $200 for some ice oh bro yo that movie is hilarious low-key and and it's one of those movies that because it wasn't like box office it turns into like cult classic classic
2: yeah yeah, but Death of the Funeral. It's not one of my top ones, but like Death of the Funeral was hilarious too, mm-mm. with Chris yeah. Rock, Mark yep. Lawrence. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like all those type of, you know, uh, movies in that in that space, man, did did well for what they were, just because they was what they was. And you so, know, hold on. So you got uh,
0: Harlem Nights, number one. You got Life.
2: No particular order. Like, and,
0: okay, you said no like particular order, really. <laughs> number two. <laughs> um, number three
2: what was number three again
0: uh Step Brothers.
2: yeah
0: uh four welcome home roscoe jenkins yeah five man i almost man. feel like you gotta say something that's like um something that like friday
2: i mean
0: with chris tucker in it
2: they're not really my favorites though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, I enjoy mm-hmm. watching them. I don't yeah. really re-watch them as frequently as the other ones on our name. Like I, I do watch the first Friday, um yeah. the second one. I don't too much watch the third one that much, even though that one, you know, Money Mike was hilarious. Like that whole um uh, it, it was funny for what it was, but it is it's it's definitely probably one of them are probably in the top 10.
0: Hmm. But definitely no, not. not
2: not in your top five though not in my top five, not your top um,
0: five. so so we still i would, say, I would say
2: one of them have to be um and i <sighs> shit i don't know um <laughs> i was go to say something uh i can't think of the name of it but it's one of I, I like the movie it's one of bernie mac's last movies that he was able to do before he passed away um it's with him samuel L. jackson um they're like singers oh like,
0: um soul 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 man
2: soul man yeah yeah yeah. It, yeah i would just throw that in there because i do watch that one <laughs> a lot. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get a steak as big as your, as your back <laughs> my part is like uh-huh. nigga, you, got a, you got a dog food in there you gotta dog. Nigga, the dog under the bed nigga, Like, you got
0: a, you got dogs, you got a damn dog oh speaking of the dog you yeah, so um, you right uh There's white somebody, chicks yeah. me and me and erica laugh all the time about that scene with Keenan and the dog and she's like <laughs> she's like your dog the... like, I ain't
2: got no damn dog <laughs> my buddy's like he like, said not a dog thats family." That's <laughs> Hey, family.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Oh, bruh. Hey, family. family.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. I watch white chicks all the time, too. I think that's probably about top top 10. They've been playing it a lot, and it's been... Uh, I guess because like TikTok then kind of blew it up mm. with a lot of they like references and stuff like that. So, it's... <laughs>
0: I gotta get my TikTok game up. I ain't even realize that uh, white chicks had made a, a TikTok bruh, rise.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like a little follow it on there, man. With the, a lot of their sayings and stuff like that. So uh, <laughs> I definitely, <laughs> I definitely have to watch those. It's man. It's you know comedy was my thing, man. If I'm gonna watch any of them, bro, uh, I, I you know I I, I watch all kinds of comedies. So. <laughs> That's yeah. why, I like, Talladega Nights. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of Will Ferrell stuff. A lot of older movies. Man, I like I like '90s, like late '80s, '90s movies. Nowadays, you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. me and my, my mom, me and my mom are like big movie watchers. So like, we'll just be we'll screenshot a movie and be like, "Yo, this is on Netflix right now. Go watch it." You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, yeah, we're be a
2: movie from like from the 80s you know late 80s early 90s and we just be like cracking up over you know what i'm saying saying the little scenes and stuff like that yeah um but yeah man <laughs> i say that right now that w- that would probably be my top five just top off the top of my head if yeah. i had to think about it
0: yeah no that's good that's a solid that's a solid top five all right so that being said um let's get into i was trying to pull up the uh Oh, yeah, in the chat. Let me see. Oh, yeah, Daryl's in the chat. He was saying, Soul Man. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah. uh, see Deborah laughing. uh Daryl said, Y'all are funny, I swear. I wish, I wish the, What's up, the family, you know, the family is in the room. Things are, you know, things always feel good when you got your family you got around. Your fam right around. Yes, sir. Feel comfortable. Like we just at the crib. Yes, sir. All right. So, so let's talk about. Let's talk about the crib we grew up in, the seven hundred and seven, Fairfield. Fairfield
2: Say it backwards. Hey,
0: yeah. hey! I had um, I had Chauncey Banks on the other day.
2: I saw that. You Shout saw that, Chauncey, man. Shout out to Chauncey. Chauncey, Chauncey. You know he he's da- He's he's uh, stepdad to everybody, nigga, in the flat. Man, in that era, like if you if, if you was somebody, even if you was nobody, like you knew the Funky Chicken. That was a hangout spot. You know what I'm saying? Chauncey's take care of you there. Um, so shout out to him, man. And all the great yeah. things he's been doing. Like you said, like he's been doing so much under under the you know, under the radar that yeah. people might not know that he's been doing, man. A lot of activist stuff and you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to really go out there and uh do some good stuff for the people. So man, uh, one of one of the rare, you know what I'm saying, and, and unique positive influences that Fairfield had even yeah. at that time, you know, right, you know, which is good.
0: Right, and what's crazy about Chauncey is like he did it so slick. You didn't even realize all that he was doing. I, truthfully, in the conversation, you can kind of realize he didn't even realize, yeah, all all that he was doing. But he was making very smart moves. He had, you know, at least foresight to think about the community, to think about, you yeah. know, the the next generation coming up.
1: Yeah. He
0: had he had the understanding to to kind of meet people and network, and you know yeah. what I mean, like know who's who's in the know yeah. you know the people around him and so now he's he kind of stands as like this this local legend and historian of the area because it was like i was saying like you you your store was like if someone had you know the the only barber shop in harlem yeah it's like yeah. You, you're, you're going to get all of these harlem local legends as they're coming up they're going to be yeah. coming to your spot next thing you yeah. know you just happen to see all of them you know what i mean yeah and yeah, uh dude. yeah so him bringing the funky chicken back i think that was smart
2: yeah i mean staple of the community man you know what i'm saying like yeah um that's where that's where if you was an up-and-coming anything you know what i'm saying artist or a rapper or you know what i'm saying what performer whatever like yeah. just having that back and having a, a safe haven to promote your stuff you know what yeah. i'm saying like you used to be able to go up there and get you know what i'm saying um snippets <laughs> Remember yeah, those yeah, yeah. Yeah. Able to be snippets up there you know people would drop it off man you know other than that you had to go like up to the like you know the big city you know what i'm saying to get stuff like that so him yeah. bringing uh, and representing the bay area culture man you know what i'm saying at the last stop in the bay uh in the north bay you know what i'm saying was was uh it was a big thing so yeah and
0: fired for him that was also he was also he said paying people like local artists probably more than maybe what he should have in the grand scheme of things yeah but he was giving them a large amount of whatever the revenue was on those records that they sold locally so he's letting local art local artists have market share yeah. in this store yeah. and then he ain't killing them about it you know what i'm saying yeah. i think yeah. i feel like he might have been giving them on 70 80 percent yeah of, of what the what the cost was like who was doing that
2: yeah and it's i mean it's good business you know what i'm saying like i think i feel like you know it it, without even knowing a lot of people owe their success whatever it may be to to his mentality of just hanging around and being around that environment because you you come in there you get a snippet and you buying a a t-shirt or a beanie or you know what i'm saying so like yeah you know what what do i care you know what i'm saying if if an artist wants to come up here and and have a place because you where are you gonna put it at and uh sam goody you know right, what I mean? sam goody right. holding it down for you know what I'm saying like that so yeah. uh, for him to be able to have those type of things going on you know I, I think it's just it's just smart business and that that's just a you know tip of the hat of how smart of a businessman he was like you said maybe not even knowing at the time but like it, it it you know propelled him into you know bigger and better things nowadays you feel
0: me man i got an energy dream that blew my mind when he said he he did, got an energy drink, I, I was about to ask him because you know, we got the Jelly Belly Factory right there. Yeah. About to, Why don't you go get the funky chicken jelly beans made?
2: <laughs> you <laughs> should have. You should might have as have well. The, I mean, the he big was ass gummy. Remember, these they had a the big ass gummy, yeah. The oversized <laughs> <laughs> the funky chicken, oversized gummy, bro. That would have been come on. Him,
0: see, Chance, you should have talked to me back then. That, that's one thing that got me though. When he was like, he didn't really know. That I was rapping, yeah, he yeah, knew yeah. me for dancing, yeah. and he knew me because he knew my dad. So he already, yeah. you know, as a coach, he knew me like he knew yeah. me as a kid. But but he knew me as a dancer. He didn't know me as a rapper. So I'm like, but you knew Ant and you know, Goldie and and Stress and how you know them as a rapper? And you know? <laughs> like that blew my mind. I'm like, how did I not tell him that? Or you know, yeah. I
2: mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think. I think just being, being young, right? Like how many opportunities, uh, you know, that you can Uh think of of being young of doors that you should have walked through that you just didn't, you know, because you just, you wasn't in that mindset. You know what I'm saying? You thought, you know, and I, I say this to people, like, even when it comes to business that I'm in, it's like, you know you just think linear you think this is the road this is the path how you do how you achieve this is this until you run it to somebody that tells you oh no you actually you can go left right here and right right here and do this and this and, this. and they're like oh yeah i didn't know those lanes even existed for me yeah. to, you know what i'm saying get to that point so um you know i, I feel like at that same time it, it, it was it was like that um off top Yeah, you know, people just being young and, and trying to understand like what this all is because i mean it was new you know wasn't a lot of a lot of fairfield cats that they, they were well known i'm not saying i'm not you know I'm saying saying that there wasn't fairfield cats doing it you know what i mean it was just like if they were and they were on the level you know what i'm saying that they were supposed to be on it wasn't well known like it should have been right until right. like places like the funky chicken start putting snippets out there and you just be like oh this 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 you know what i'm saying yeah. i remember just as a kid just be like oh this is free music let me right. get it first, so God. I can put my friends on. You know what I mean, right? Right. Of, like, not not thinking that I could do the same thing to promote me. <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: That's a fact. So that's a fact. I was I was shocked because I knew that this dude was rapping, but I had no no idea. He had a platinum record. I didn't know he had a platinum record. Manky, he clear as day, Chauncey said Mankey has a platinum record
2: That's on the sure. wall
0: because uh, because of a song because of a song he was on.
2: That's dope. Now,
0: I don't know who's... I still haven't found it. I meant to ask him. Um, yeah. I don't know whose song it was, but I, I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's
2: fire that's dope that's dope as fuck
0: like i I didn't know i i kind of knew Mankey was messing around with rapping back in the day but it never he didn't really seem like he was in it like that it seemed like more like yeah you know i do it here and there just because people around me might be rapping but more just kind of for sport not not i'm trying to take this somewhere so
2: yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of cats. You know, I, I've been I've been remiss from the base so long now. I, I don't think I've been home in, like, I don't know, like 10 years, hmm. you know what I'm saying, off the top of my head. And that's, you know, no fault. Just the lifestyle I'm in right now, is just it doesn't take me back to the West Coast. I've you know, been overseas for six years. Like, it, you know, it, it's it's been that type of life. But, you know, I always try to keep, you know what I'm saying, at least one foot there by, you know, people like Spoon, my brother, you know what I mean, just somebody, you know, back home, Kim Mack, um, Jesse Blass, you know what I'm saying? Like, they always kind of just put me up on, like, slide me a, you know what I'm saying? A link to somebody's stuff, and I can be like, oh, okay, and then I'm wearing yeah. that song out wherever I'm at, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So a lot of people, like, like I heard Mink, I heard, link, I, heard uh, I heard Wayne, you know what I'm saying? You go by Choose now. Um, but it's just a lot of people out there, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, that's doing it, you feel me? Like, there's a lot of people that's doing it. My nigga Ballback, his brother, uh, Wesley, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just a lot of people out there still, you know what I'm saying, putting a stamp on 707 Fairfield. Um that, you know, what I'm saying is it is good to it's good to chill Mac, you know what I mean? Like uh Taji is just a whole it's a whole bunch of cats out there, man, Is still still repping that uh that Bay Area Fairfield life and and putting on for the city. So it's I, I appreciate it because I get to play that shit all over the world for them you feel me? right i'd like, right. just be like oh i was in korea hey put this in and, and talking to the dj I, I get behind the dj booth if i want to plug my phone up and i'm playing nothing but bay area shit you mm. know what i'm saying and people are like, who what is this what is this putting people on you know what i mean yeah just, it's uh it's good to be in that type of position i guess you know what i mean to uh be able to spread to ears that might not have heard it you know what i'm saying uh, nowadays it's a lot easier you feel me but uh it's still it's, it's still good to kind of be around that world
0: yeah for me i, I you know i run into situations you know it's tough because you know uh, you know i kind of do this you know what i'm saying i kind of i kind of do that too and so there's like the fan in me there's the there's the you know my my city lover in me yeah and then there's the competitor in me yeah and so when like like I tried so hard to like save the gemini. Yeah. I tried. I tried. I tried. And 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 I salute him. Yeah. You know, he's he's done great things, I but I cannot rock with it at all. And it's, I feel bad because because you you only well, there's I only mean, so many people that make it out of small cities like, like that yeah, and I, get it to to a big time, so when, but but when I have to say, you know, shake it like a red nose, it it, it and and the artist in me is like, don't say that's, that.
2: Dude, that's why though, you know, so like I, I feel that way about shit that I'm into. Like I'm just like, come on, man. But you know what I mean. Like you just, I've learned over the years that like, you know, if 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 somebody like it, there's somebody who loves it. You know what I mean, and that's that's why i tell people like hey if you got any fucking idea that you feel like you that it needs a space or you know to exist put your shit out there somebody's gonna like it and then somebody's gonna love it you know and i feel like that's the case with a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of stuff uh, from the bay i don't i don't fuck with don't mean that it ain't dope it's just like i don't want um that's not that's not the mood i'm in right now or that's not the vibe i'm in don't mean that they shit is you know trash I, i like sage um that song in particular just because of like um uh, you know hearing it in like the club and like because i was just in that in that that vibe but i can understand you know you you ever since i've known you you've always been like on a, a artist and a lyricist tip so like that has no art or lyrics <laughs> in it you know it's just music <laughs> but and, you that's, know, but,
0: and what that's makes just it what worse it is. right and what makes it worse is like i i rep cali you know what i'm saying like wherever i go same as you i yeah. rep cali and i rep the bay area hard so when people see me in other places oftentimes when a bay area song come on they're like oh cash it's bay area and i'm like
2: yeah yeah it is yeah i mean but don't, you gotta like look don't remind not, me i'm not a san francisco 49ers fan you know what i'm saying i'm not a giants fan i'm not a king's fan you know what i'm saying true. but when let them be playing whoever where i'm at Oh yeah, then it's up. Then it's it's up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like that's how it is about Bay Area music uh in general is w- if it's from the soil, like I had it's just in me to be like, this is my new favorite song, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I like that. I like, that. It, I I like that. who it's from or or what it is. I like, like this that. is my new favorite song.
0: I like that. All right, so you 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 brought up the fact that you've uh been able to play, you know, Bay Area music in other countries and abroad and 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 whatnot because that your lifestyle is kind of taking you that way so let's go back to when you left yeah when you left the 707 you left how
2: uh i I joined the military
0: military man (laughs) what branch
2: I i joined the army man uh i wanted to join the air force i had you know you know our our you know your dad my uncle uh you know he was air force background mom was telling me to go to the air force i had a i had a high ranking air force member living across the street for many many years uh, okay. who you know what i'm saying was like go air force i seen how he moved you know what i mean like <clears throat> and um so i was all air force all the all the way and then uh i kept going to the air force recruitment station and it they just never was there and mm. the marines, the navy, the army, like they'd be like, "Man, come on, man." They'd be at the door like, "Man, they, they don't work, <laughs> man. They don't never be They Don't care about their people." And in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, they don't care." You know what I'm saying? All right,
1: right. So I stand um,
2: out. You know, later in life you find out like they not there because they don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like all y'all niggas need, y'all need to be here, nigga. Right. Y'all, uh, y'all work the carnival carnival. Y'all, all need. They actually getting stuff done. You, they getting valuable assets to their team, nigga. You over here right. in the bottom of the trash can, like uh, uh no drug convictions. Convictions, you're good. You're good. Come on, come on. Don't don't
0: put in that application at Subway. Come join that for us. I mean the Marines, uh, Army.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Um, and then uh, my partner, man, so it's funny uh, how I ended up going to the Army is uh, my boy Chris Miguel, um, I was working at the cell phone, little kiosk, like singular or something at that time,
1: hmm.
2: and um, he worked somewhere else, and it was his lunch break, and I was about to go on lunch, and like, you know, we used to always link up and shit when we could, and uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, yo, come up here to the recruiting station with me, man, I just don't want to go up there by myself. And I was like, all right, bet. So you know, I, I go out there with him, and then I'm sitting there and I'm now I'm taking a practice ASVAB test, right? Hmm. And they're like, Oh, you know, you score you scored pretty good, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Nigga, I don't, I don't, it's for him. <laughs> 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 uh so they're like, Hey, come back, come back in two weeks, man. And so he two weeks came around, he was like, Yo, come, you coming back up there? I was like, Yeah, I'll go back up there with you. Go back up there. Now I'm taking the for real ASVAB. Hmm. And now now, Wait, hold on. what is it beat. called? it's called the ASVAB test. So you, you take it in high school. Um, people just don't know. It's like, it's, it's an, it's pretty much a pre SAT.
0: Kind of like an aptitude kind of test. Yeah,
2: basically. You know what I mean? I kind of let you know where you score, like engineering, mechanic, you know, all that type of shit, medical. Um, so I end up taking that shit and it's the real one. You know what I mean? Like entry level shit. And so I pass it, um, and then they're like, yeah, blah blah blah. And I'm sitting there and now they're talking to us and shit like that. And they we're like, yeah, he's gonna have to come back. He didn't score that high, or or something had happened with his test. I don't know. I don't know the I'm not gonna put him out. I don't know what happened. Um, so then I'm like, all right, bet. You know, so I got all these pamphlets and shit. So it's like they're like, Yeah, we're gonna send you up to uh up to um Sacramento to the map station, man. Get you a physical, see if you're physically fit. And I'm like, Oh, all right, yeah, no, I ain't got shit else to do. Um, so I'm telling my boy, Andy, I'm like, yo, man, um, you should come up here to the map station and shit with me. He's like, well, you know, my, my mom has been telling me to go to the military. You know what? Let me just go ahead and fill out some shit too. You know, blah, blah, blah. So he goes, he gets on. So we both go up to maps. Now we fucking standing there flags and shit in the background, right hand up, like swearing to support and defend. And like, I'm like, nigga, did I just join the army? <laughs> <laughs> Like bro, I feel like I just joined the fucking hobby. <laughs> I just signed some shit. Wow. I mean, so then they're like, yeah, we're gonna ship you off in two weeks. Or no, they was like, Oh, we're gonna see you off in two months. I was like, if I'm gonna do this shit, man, I need to be out of here quick because y'all niggas gonna have to find me at that point. Like <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can't get me out of here the next two weeks, bro, I ain't going. And so I think it was like maybe like three days before I was supposed to leave. I told my mom, I was like, um, I was like. Uh Ma, I, I was like, I got to tell you something. I joined the military. She was like, no, you didn't. I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm glad you're getting away from, you know what I mean? She, like, she was oh, okay. happy about it. And I was like, okay. Yeah, because she wanted me to go anyway. Oh, um,
0: uh, okay. I don't think I knew that.
2: And yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I I think around the same time I told my friends, I was like, hey, me and Andy joined the military. We leave in like two days. They were like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. I'm like, <laughs> okay <laughs> like we're going right. everybody swore up and down they took us to Sacramento to the map station and still didn't believe we were there like checking into the hotel the whole shit wow. they were like y'all niggas ain't joining the military I'm like no we're this is what we're here for right <laughs> you know? right yo know, these other <laughs> motherfuckers around here like they <laughs> all they all in on
0: it everybody in on
2: it yeah so I, I, I joined in uh I joined like a, almost like a year to the date of me uh graduating high school uh, in july of 2001.
0: so you you kind of just stumble into it are you are you scared are you excited are you nah, reluctant
2: I'm, i don't even yeah. think it's real like i just like just, I, I don't i don't even kind of there i'm just kind of there right um and so i go through the physical shit. you know we do the whole whatever we swear in again um and they're like yeah you're shipping out the basic training in two weeks and i'm like Okay,
0: basic training,
2: you know what I mean? Like whatever. uh so now like my recruiter and them are, like having us, you know, practice. We're running around laps around the mall and shit. Um, man. doing push-ups and sit-ups and stuff like that with like other motherfuckers that's joined the military. And uh yeah, man. So like two weeks later, no shit. We went my friends dropped us back off up there um in Sacramento. Next day I'm on my way to Fort Knox, Kentucky. That's when I knew. I joined the minute then, then it clicked.
0: clicked.
2: Then it clicked. Yeah.
0: Then it clicked. And so at that point, now are you nervous? Or are you still just like, all right, a minute, let's go?
2: Uh, I was kind of nervous. I remember calling my mom, like, mom, I'm about to run, I'm about to leave. I'm about to just take off out of this shit. Um, Cause like it, it was fucked up because had I had to just got there and got my training over with, I probably wouldn't have been thinking these like, I'm about to escape this fucking prison uh, mindset. But it was it was summertime, and in the summertime, the military does what is called a summer surge, where they get like an influx of people from graduating high school, graduating college. Yeah. Like their numbers are all extensive, you know what I mean? Yeah, so they yeah. don't have enough people to train that volume of people. So I was stuck in that um, when I was supposed to be a week in, like, in processing into the military. I was there for like two months. Oh. So that's as long as I should have been doing training and my specialty, I should have been gone, because it's only 16 weeks total for OSET training. Um, wow. So, yeah, I done been there longer than I should have been. Yeah. And so, like, there's other motherfuckers been there longer than us. You know what I mean? They're like, bro, like, y'all, like, at this point, it's like a drug. It's like, really, the I ain't never been locked up, but I'm with niggas that have been locked up. And they're like, this is just like prison. And to me, it felt like it, because Now we, we got deals with the the lunch ladies. They dropping off stuff for us and you know what I mean? Like we're, it's a, it's a monopoly going on right now. So we're all in there just hustling and, and basically just living this damn waiting to join the military or waiting to go to training life. So at that point I was just like, I was like, man, I'm, and then they were like, Oh, you got asthma. You got to stay longer. I was like, asthma. I went through the pre, you know, medical screen. I've been, I've been healthy all my life. Like I never had asthma how the hell I now have asthma maybe because I'm in hot ass Kentucky in this humidity and I'm from California, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like in the middle of July and August, like that's why I can't breathe out in this (laughs) room. So, uh, wow. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Okay. So,
0: so now you, wow. So you have out in Kentucky, basic training, you're in it now. Like now, there's no now. turning back. I got a
2: uniform. They done cut my little crustache that I had. Like I'm mm. bald headed. I'm in it.
0: You in it? I'm and in so that. once you're in it, what is the, the the minimum amount of time that you knew you had to be there? Four years. Four years. Yeah. And so you're you said it's a year after graduation. So you're around 19. Your birthday's late in the year. So
2: I turned must, 19 in basic you training. Still be yeah.
0: 18. Yeah. 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 So okay so you know you're not getting out to like 22 23 somewhere in there yeah 21 22 yeah um wow that that's a huge jump that's a huge Huge life change but it sounds like like you said if they have a surge a lot of people go through that same jump so yeah so the people that you were around that were also coming in what was the what was like the consensus of everybody else? Did they also feel like, yo, this is not what I thought it should be? Were there a lot of people that were more like, yes, this is everything I wanted it to be? Like- I mean, you had
2: some motherfuckers that was like gung ho trying to serve their country, but like most of the people were just like, I was bored and didn't have it, nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people went to school. I went to college that entire um, year that I was like out of high school. I went to community college, but yeah. like, um, working you know what i mean just just running around really not really didn't have a person i was supposed to move down there to la with you after i graduated you know what I'm saying? so i had like a lot of things that that happened and didn't happen and i never like you know what i'm saying kind of uh i never really picked a path i was just waiting for something to kind of fall on my lap now that i think uh, back on it you know what i mean yeah, like yeah i didn't really know what i was doing i just knew that oh i gotta work and go to school right now because that's what i've been doing any goddamn way. Uh, There's a whole bunch of shit I want to do, but like we talked earlier, like sometimes you just, oh, this is the path I need to be on to achieve whatever the hell this is and not seeing these left and right turns. So that that hard hook right Mm. joining the military propelled me into a direction that now is out of my control. Now it's on these motherfuckers to tell me what I'm about to be doing for the next four years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, so, so this is a big step in your life. This is, yeah, this is he, truthfully the, the, at this point, because you know, school is none of us chose to go to school, right? Yeah, You went in school because our parents said you going to school legally, you gotta be in school, right? Yep. So wow. this is like your first, um, adult choice in so many words, your first adult choice. So you get through basic training, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't make it. You know, some no, people, yeah. you know, like, found out they wasn't it. Yeah. Uh, and and but you excelled and you kept going. So even though you kind of stumbled into this new lifestyle, you still committed to it and and proceeded forward after basic training.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 a weird crazy story you know (laughs) like i had no like once i got into it and i was working hella hard i was a tanker so i was on like big a1 m1a1 tanks um two things happened one i didn't like my job and then two i liked where i was at because i was fortunate enough at 19 years old to go to germany so my first duty assignment was overseas, which made me uh connect with a lot of people that um like put me in a good mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like I credit my um my boys, um my boy uh Willie Niles and my boy Altron Criswell, you know what I'm saying? Uh Wimp and Criswell. Um I, I credit oh. them because like day one of me arriving in Germany, um, uh, I'm signing in, I'm talking to my supervisor, and um <laughs> oh my mom talking crap uh i uh, <laughs> i sign in and i'm talking to my supervisor and chris will walks by and he's like he's like who is this oh, the oldest the new cat he was like he's like hey don't worry about it son i i got him he can stay with us and they was like you sure he's like yeah yeah yeah. we got room for him you can stay with us so I'm like it's like friday night it's right after they came back from kosovo like so they're just coming back from a deployment in kosovo uh, so like they're pulling like gate guards and stuff like that you know this is right after oif one or like right after 9 11 because i 9 11 happened while i'm in basic training and then i get to my first duty assignment like right january like 3rd or something so like 9 11s fresh we're overseas this is where people fly out of to go to get deployed they're already like oh we're going next like we're going this year so get ready boys like couple months we're out of here um but anyway so we you know, they, they put me up on, on, hold on, oh hold
0: my. on that. Th- hold on. That moment's gotta be crazy. Like, yeah. th- this is something you started by just going with your friend. Cause he didn't yeah. want to go by himself. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's about to be operation Iraqi freedom. And they're like saddle up Reg And you're like, Oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to just uh run back to the mall real quick. Cause I had told them but, I was just going to come for a little bit. Yes. And then I was
2: <laughs> yes, You know what's crazy man um what's crazy is the military brainwashes you. (laughs) like Mm. at the in that time frame with me being pissed off that i didn't go to training to the time i did go to training and graduated i was ready to go to war oh wow like all of a sudden now i've got this brotherhood behind me i've got a purpose you know what i mean i have a mission wow um you, or so you think, you know what I mean? Like and yeah, I, I, yeah. like every, every service, I think kind of brainwashes you. And it's not, it's not like a hardcore brainwash. Like they got showing you blinding pictures of like Taliban, you know what I mean? <laughs> but they make you feel um, a certain way. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have brother, like I have brothers and sisters to this day from the time of day one till now. Um, you can't say nothing bad about my people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just still have that connection. So um, do
0: you feel like they have a way of like, tapping into your emotion.
2: No, I think they do a like, very good job of of breaking down your emotions, right? They remove your your natural given uh emotions from where you're from, where you're at and they make you adapt new emotions that are the US army.
0: Uh yeah, that's exactly what they did uh the the Waffen SS, you know, the Germany <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's uh, It's, it's know, pretty much the same. I don't, have, I don't. I don't have that that patriotism, and um, that I once had before. You know, yeah. now that all of that shit is gone, like um, I despise a lot of shit that <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I'm one of them cats. Like yeah. Um, but at the time, you know what I mean. Like you, you know, so I'm driving to Germany. Like and they're like, we're going in a couple months. I'm like, cool.
0: That to me, that is definitely a brainwashing because yeah. Obviously, I know you. Yep. And, and and like you said, prior to 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 this 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 new um, leap that you took, you're talking about comedy. You know, yeah. you're talking about yeah. coming to LA and you know going to auditions. Yep. You know, you had that you know tried tried music a little bit, and you know you 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 are a a, a fun loving you know caring family driven kind of person yeah so no knowing that and and you know knowing your mom who's tapping in the, in the chat yeah. love you auntie um who knowing your 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 household yeah is like you got this same kid in a few months to be like what we going to war bet
2: yeah <laughs> like yeah and I think I think that that's uh, like we make the best soldiers, like people like us, because I always tell people like the army didn't have to teach me their their values. Like they didn't have to teach me loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service. That's something if you just grew up in, you know, the type of environments we grew up with, like that's just natural. You know what I'm saying? You do unto others as, as you want done unto you. That mentality is not something that's new. It's new for a lot of people and those people don't make it. You know what i mean yeah. like they're yeah. the ones who have the problems so but 95 percent of all people that join the military already kind of have that inside of them you know what i mean so all the military does is remove those purposes that you've set those foundations and instill them with military directives hmm. um, and, and attach on those those values with military goals and ideas yeah, so it, it's it's a it's a brainwashing tactic. Uh, yeah. a lot of yeah. the things that they do now, like when I went through, um, they don't do anymore. Um, but it's still they still get people in, you know, people still come in. It it's different, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, yeah, I mean it's it is, and but that person never really left me. When I was in Germany, I was wilding the fuck out, we Going out, hanging out, you know, partying, making music—you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. all those type of things still didn't. But like when, when it's game time, it was game time. Because because uh, they
0: had it to where they, you know, it wasn't like a snap of a finger. But you know, they start playing that that song in the background. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Before you start marching out of <laughs> the somebody's
0: you know. humming in the corner. Somebody's yeah. tapping a glass, and next thing you know, you're like. <laughs> Yes,
2: it's game time. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. <laughs> Roger that. Um, All
0: right. So, so, so th- that this I want to hear about. So, I read a book called "Chasing Ghosts." Okay, and the book is from a soldier who is mm, let me not say which uh, which branch he's with. He's in the military. Yeah. The book starts with him on a plane, um, describing the emotions of other soldiers as they are heading out to try to find these weapons of mass destruction. Right. Yeah. And as it proceeds, it kind of gets into them out there realizing like, yo, we were lied to like, yeah. but, but now we're here in the middle of it. Yeah. So you get yeah. sent out operation Iraqi freedom. Yep. Yeah. You have that charge that you just talked about That's saying, Oh, it's time to go. Yeah i' I'm, I'm 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 about to stand up for my country right now yeah I'm about to defend what's right in 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 our way of living our society my family like it you know it, it's on when you arrive how long did it take you to get to that point of oh y'all got me
2: Probably or did like you wrong. get to that point? No, everybody gets to that point. And that, that's why they stop uh 15 month deployments. So when I went, it was 15 months. Hmm. You were deployed to, to Iraq for 15 months. Now they do I think nine months is the longest that you can be deployed for the army. And then for the air force, I think it's uh I think it's six months, like a mm-hmm. hundred and ninety days or something, something crazy like that. Because
0: and because of that.
2: Because of that, yeah. I mean you start. Like 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 I said, you know, first I say the first four or five months, mistakes were made. People are no longer here for the wrong reasons um, on both sides, huh. and it just gets to a point where now you 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 know they call it complacency, but it's just really reality. You realize that what if Russia rolls into goddamn. Fairfield Westfield shopping center and was like, All of y'all, show me where who has the weapons. They're like, The fuck are you talking about? You, yeah. you, you right there, you come here, grab him. Like, and that's your brother. And you're like, wait a minute, that's my you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. that type of mentality, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of movies got it right, that feeling, and you start you start, you know what I'm saying, um, realizing that these people are just really they're not, they don't care about the taliban they don't care about insurgencies they don't give a shit about americans they just want to live their life go to work come home kiss their wife tuck their kids in the bed pray eat food laugh <laughs> you know what i mean like that's yeah. all that's all that 90 percent of those people want to do the other 10 percent, the ones that people consider radicals and stuff like that they're just fighting for their way of life you know what i mean um same difference, same as we're doing, you know what I mean? Like we're fighting for the American life, but ain't nobody tried to invade America. Huh. When's the last time Pearl Harbor, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like we always go looking for some shit. Um, and I feel like that's, uh once you start realizing that, that's, that's no, you're no longer a good soldier to them. You know what I mean, you're no longer, uh, you you've snapped out of that and then you'll never be the same. A oh, lot, yeah. a lot of people that come back, they're just not the same. And, and yeah, you know, people did stuff and seen things and all of that stuff, so they're not right also, but, you know, when you start repeatedly deploying and you start living with the people and they start doing your laundry and now you know the their kids and they're showing you pictures and this is my mom, and then you don't see them for three weeks and then they finally you finally see them and you're like, what happened? And you're like, my brother got killed last night. And you're like, what? Uh. You know, he got airstriked or this and this, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're wearing the uniform of some people that did it or yeah, you know, that some side. people that did it thought that the, the the uniform you're wearing people were at that location or they saw you working for the Americans. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of that type of stuff that you know just doesn't sit well with a lot of people um in that uniform.
0: Wow. That that has to be eye-opening and 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 humbling and almost um maybe even embarrassing. No, hundred
2: percent, hundred percent. That's why I don't really talk. I don't. I don't really go into details about the shit because yeah. at the end of the day, these are people. You know, yeah. What I mean? yeah. Any on any aspect or any war, um, you know. And and you know, once you get older, man, you just start to realize like it is true what they say. Like you know, these people sit up in these offices, man, just sitting on a sitting there looking at a damn board, saying, "All right, let's move two hundred of them here, and we're gonna show that Putin like." And then they go get in their Maybach up armored, you know, vehicle, <laughs> drive off to, you know, Maui, <laughs> feed yeah. up, you know what I mean? Waiting on a report on their fucking iPad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I
0: will say this. Um, I really wanted to hear some of the crazy stories because, you know, I'm I'm all into I watch uh, war documentaries. I'm like big World War II history yep. buff. I. I, I'm I'm in it. So the fact that we were going to talk about war and all the goings on, I wanted to hear it from the source. I wanted you to take well, me to the trenches. So, I wanted to feel the smoke
2: in the air. Yeah. So, so I will say this. All right. There was a lot of, a lot of missions where we had to go and find weapons of mass destruction. Right. Uh-huh. And we used to get like these random like tips from whoever the fuck sent them. And we would roll out like a, like an army commercial, tanks, helicopters, C 130s, Black Hawks, 200 infantry, special forces, and cordon a whole neighborhood. Like, you, like, I, I used to be a tank driver at the time. I get out of my hatch and literally just hundreds of people surrounding a block, you know, a, a block wow. in middle of Baghdad somewhere because someone said, Usei or Kusei, whoever these niggas' names is, is here. Hours just sitting there, right? And they were like, oh, false information. Two days later, oh, we found him. You know, I've I've been in wow. I've been in these mansions deep down. You know, you go into these mansions and stuff like that for some of the officials, and I'm talking about like right hand of God, you would see maybe like 60-70 pallets stacked about waist high of nothing but american currency um deutsche marks at the time uh you know british pounds just money and guess what they did loaded it up and you never see it again Where do you think all that money went Uh, and i'm talking about that's like four or five times that i personally was on these details where we would have to go and i visually saw it with my eyes, get loaded into some random blacked out truck and never saw the money. Never again. saw it again. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, there's, wow. you know, there's those type of situations where you you know that, you know, what you what you're doing just doesn't seem right. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
2: And, and, and when you're there, like I said, when I'm in the moment, I'm like, yeah, take that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They funding the war. That's how they paying the terrorist. You know what I mean? Like, Shit, hold on, man. hold on. Where, where, where are you taking it,
0: though? Where are you taking it?
2: Yeah, are I
0: meant to say split it. Let's yeah. let's split it.
2: Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, you know, we did some shit. We, we got a little, I mean, we're going to get tipped now, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get tipped. Uh, we used to do missions where, like, they, for some reason they were like, hey, no alcohol or no sidewalk side, uh, vendors because they're hiding IEDs in these vending uh, little, you know, push carts and shit. Yeah, yeah. So we'd have to go and round these push carts up. And I'm talking about whiz zipping these people ass for trying to sell chicken on a stick at 9:30 at night cuz curfew was at 9.
0: Did they did they deserve it? No, absolutely not. Did did, did, did you ever find anything? Or nope. it was just chicken.
2: Just, just chicken, chicken. Just chicken and Iraqi money that we stole. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, shit like that, man. That's why. Wow. And then you just start waking up, bro. You just start like, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing out here? Yeah. Like, what is going I mean, on?
0: And I get it. I get I why, it. why somebody that was in the middle of it wouldn't want to discuss it. Because I understand, you know, it, it probably just feels uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But at the same time, and, and I know eventually somebody will probably shut it down. But it is the kind of thing that people do need to know because I mean, it's relevant. You know what I mean? It's like, of course, America don't want to talk about it. America never likes to talk about the L's. Yeah. So, you know, I I get that it's not something that would be smiled upon to be kind of sharing openly, but at the same time, it's like, it it, it feels, it feels like when they say they don't want um, critical race theory because you know, this talks about an era in our history where it, it tends to make current um, Americans, we'll just say that, feel uh, uh, saddened or feel guilty yeah. or or any negative feelings, and they didn't have a part in it. Okay, well, you don't even want to talk about this stuff right now.
2: Yeah, like yeah,
0: th- and that's I, America.
2: Well, I mean, I think I think because then you're you're a more difficult soldier at that point now i can't tell you like hey guys this time for real we found it <laughs> you know what i mean like now they walk in like this i know <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> hey, everybody bro I'm, I'm talking i'm saying it for me but like everybody who i was over there just gets to that got to that point where you're just like all right, right, slowly putting your shit on. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's the war stories and stuff like that. And I'm sure you know my partners that's probably gonna watch this later on, or or may have popped in and heard a little bit of it that I deployed with because I'm still friends with a lot of those boys today. Yeah. On my first deployment, um, that you know, the, everybody gets fucking tired of it, man. You know, and there's war stories. You know, I could talk. Like we we got our asses handed to us a lot of times. You know, they were really good at blowing fucking the turd off of tanks <laughs> they were really good at it they were like this tank is impenetrable and then the fucking <laughs> roof of a tank is gone <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like how good is this <laughs> you know what i mean um, uh we went to fallujah we got our ass handed to us in fallujah um solder city you know we was uh like it got to a point where they were like stay the fuck out of solder city go around you know what I mean they had they just they were just it's it's like somebody trying to come to your neighborhood and nigga I know all these back streets
1: yeah you know what I mean yeah.
2: I know all the the houses that connect I know all the people that live here they know me I know them like so yeah. there's a lot of that you know um but you know it, it is what it is the the good thing about it is I, I did get to experience it man I made some lifetime connections um it like it propelled me into the position I'm in now and you know it is what it is
0: that's that's incredible. I feel like there's so much there's so much in there uh, to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to attempt to, um, and you know unless we ever have uh, a pod in the future where we're specifically talking about something. But I know for anybody listening that's uh, intrigued by stories like this or or that behind the scenes life of someone who's actually in the military, this is this is important. And it's very interesting to hear, and because there's speculation that we can do as civilians, yeah, it's different. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's literally the same thing as when, when the newspapers, or, or I guess I should say, the news reporters, started to go off to Germany and actually send back in in the media what was really going on. They start to see. The, the the war photographers yeah the actual photos that they were taking of our military of our men and, and women who were injured and they were like it, it opened everybody's eyes like oh hold on M- maybe i shouldn't just be blindly rooting for this to continue to happen maybe there's another way and so i think that like hearing this kind of story does the same things for us back home where we may maybe at one point we're just yeah, they have weapons of mass. Well, that makes sense because we just watched them do this and that and the other. I mean, it doesn't make sense now yeah. because now all of us are kind of like, hmm, they have weapons of mass destruction and then they used our planes? Like,
2: yeah,
0: why do not they use one of the weapons?
2: I'm going to tell you, one of, <laughs> <laughs> one of our uh, facts, one of our uh, interpreters yeah. uh, said the realest shit to us one day, right? Because we used to fuck with them, right? You know, early on we fuck with them and then they just ended up being our brothers like anybody else, right? Yeah. Um, the good ones. Right. Cause you, you there's there's infiltration in every system, you know what I mean? Cool. Um, but the good ones, right? And uh they're all damn near named Ali. So I'm gonna just say his name was Ali. Um <laughs> one day we're just like fucking with him, we're on this checkpoint, and, and uh we're like, man, listen, it's so fucking hot, you know, blah blah blah. It's Ali, man. I know you done seen these weapons of mass destruction running around this bitch man like it's got to been like a truck passed by your neighborhood or something but just show us where the fuck is that and this is like right after we had called saddam right mm. and uh he's like he's like you americans man every every person i every american i work with y'all oh where's this man where's this missile where's this you know um you know submarine or where's this uh you know nuke he's like wasn't saddam hussein a weapon of mass destruction it's Like he literally murdered millions of our people oh. over the over his reign in power. That's a
0: fact. That is a fact. He's
2: like, and like when he said that, I was just like, So why the fuck are we here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then you know, as you as you just get older and you start, you know, as I got into the military and I started getting into military history and stuff like that. Um, I, I started like kind of noticing, um, politics right you start you start understanding political power and the significance of positioning right oh. uh and then you start thinking about you know in, in every in every successful empire it crumbles within first right so like and then the the you know uh what is it crabs in a in a in a bucket you know what i mean At one point, Saddam Hussein is our ally. We're giving them vehicles. A lot of the shit we blew up over there, a lot of shit we confiscated, a lot of the weapons that we, you know, we depots that we raided was our shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Qaddafi, like all of these people bro, were our allies until they decided not to be. And then they became an enemy of the state. And now we got to get rid of them because they know too much. They have too much. We got to go get that shit back. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And and it's and it's been like that from the beginning of time, and it ain't gonna fucking change. You know that positioning and that power is just something that uh, you know, man, man, to never get rid of. You know, even even fucking Jay Z and Goddamn Dame Dash fell out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like every struggle of power, man, and at some point. The rock,
0: even the yeah. Rock, broke up. Yeah,
2: it's a fact. You know what I mean? So uh, you know, it is it is what it is when it comes to that type of stuff, man. Hmm. So, were you there
0: the day that they caught Saddam?
2: I was there the day they caught Saddam Hussein. Um, it was like any other fucking day. Uh, <laughs> still went out on mission. Still, you know, oh, they're, oh now that we got him, they're going to set this bitch off. Like, no more than they already have or have not. Like, it was not. Then people weren't trying to fucking fight, <laughs> they had nothing to fight with. They, the yeah. day that the day America or Saddam Hussein knew that uh, America was going to invade them, the people, the locals, the everybody you talk to, they just rode around. Their, their military rode around, dumping crates of guns and ammos on the street and said, "Defend yourself! The Americans are coming!" Wow, dropping off vehicles like here's the keys, niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Americans are coming, type of shit. Let out all wow. the prisons, all the prisoners. They let all the prisoners go. So like a lot of crazy people get right. because he's means, been
0: terrorizing them forever. He's been hanging people out in the middle of the the, the neighborhood. He's been he, had trenches of, of dead bodies. Like now y'all got all these weapons. Yeah. Get the,
2: it sounds so simple because we are Americans, right? Like we don't like something. Nigga. I'm about to, I'm nigga. What you mean? My coupon ain't good. my coupon good here all the time yesterday what are we doing yeah you mean you don't serve breakfast it's 1135 yeah it's you you know you're dealing with a communist uh, country so fear you know I mean you got Sunni and Shiite like that alone they were already fighting each other you know what I mean so like now you mean to tell me we got to be cool with these niggas that we already fighting because he's no, I'm going to make good with them and to go after y'all I'm gonna point. Hey, they're the terrorists. It was a lot of that. Like yeah. they're the terrorists. They weren't terrorists. They just believed a different Quran version than you. Oh right. no, they're the terrorists. Right. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of wild goose chases and just stuff like that, man. I remember the first time that I had, a... uh, <laughs> not, not really. A... I'll tell you two stories. Well, two stories. First story of how, how, in in the mindset I was, we're walking through this village. It's nighttime, you know. We're just like doing like a a peaceful stroll, right? Make sure ain't shit around. We hear gunshots go off like down an alley. We yeah. run, rush towards the alley, right? I mean, I don't say rush. We maneuvered towards the alley. As we're getting towards the alley, this guy is like just start running. He like like is running. He's looking back in the alley, and then he turns and sees us. He gets afraid because it's fucking fourteen Americans with guns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Of course, that shots just popped off. Right. He gets scared, takes off running. They're like, "Get him, Robinson! Go get him!" I just take off blindly after this dude. He's running for his life. You you know how niggas run when they hear a, a dog in the distance?
0: Oh yeah, it'd be different.
2: Your legs take over your body, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that it's that ugly run you lose all that cool swag
2: (laughs) (laughs) buddy was out bro he was out of there i'm using i'm having to try to catch him and i could run i'm 19 fresh (laughs) you know what i mean fresh (laughs) i i catch up with this dude i done left everybody my whole we don't i didn't hit corners and every thing i finally catch him I got him down. I got my nine pointed at his face, right? I'm like, I'm yelling at him. He's yelling at me. I don't speak Arabic. He don't speak English. I'm like looking around. Now there's a crowd forming. So now I'm like, get back. Everybody get back. Like, they don't know what I'm saying. We're like the transformer right now. This is crazy. I'm only, that story makes me afraid today. But in the moment, I wasn't. Like, I was like, oh, I'll kill everybody in this motherfucker. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? With nine bullets. I'll
0: take everybody. I'll kill
2: everybody in this bitch. But the the you know the the time that you're in it, you know what I mean. Like you just, it's just they finally catch up, turns out the interpreter's like he's fucking he's homeless man. He was just he heard shots, he ran like, <laughs> and I'm like, we did that type of stupid shit, All right? This NCO, he's in jail now, thank God. Um, I, this is one dark story I tell. So, same type of patrol, um, at night and we're walking through this village we we end up somehow we were with another platoon right so it was our platoon and another platoon their platoon calls for backup so we go help them out um like there's people outside for some reason i got to be inside of the the little um cuz we we took over somebody's house kicked their ass out they grandma everybody on their knees hands behind their fucking head right huh. when we walk up we go inside this nco has this uh he's senior nco like when i say senior ncos i mean like top management type of people right gotcha and he's the guy you know cigar in his mouth the whole time and he's just yelling at this dude right and the translator is like yelling at him you know blah 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 it's like where the fuck is the you know da, 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 where's the where are they at where they, we told they told us that you were in insurgent, and he's just like crying whatever right and before, like, we could walk completely in the door, we hear what's going on. I see what's going on. He just shoots this dude in the head. Woo! And I'm like, we're, like, me and my supervisor, we just kind of stop. And we're just like, and we just walk back out. And he was like, I'm just like in shock. Like, I'm yeah. like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I could visualize, like he's facing me the The guy on his knees, and you know he does this. So, um, thank God that NCO, that person, is in jail now because he had an alcohol, a severe alcohol problem. He ended up several years later. Um, uh, several years later, he ended up uh, drinking and driving, jumped a curb, and killed like two people. So, oh my gosh, he's in jail for the rest he's, of his life. Karma, there. that yeah. karma has came so back. NCO, to-
0: something, commanding officer
2: is it just a senior non-commissioned officer? So just a senior enlisted, uh, person. Gotcha. But, uh, gotcha. you know, just, I mean, you know, just, just funny story. And, and then we can get off of this shit. Um, we first get to Iraq. I get in trouble because, uh, i'm i'm almost i'm almost uh what they call missing movement so i'm almost a wall the day we're leaving to go to iraq because my NCO tells me one time my supervisor tells me one time but it was like two hours after the time we were supposed to be there so like i'm on my way back from somewhere that's an hour and a half away and i'm already two hours late and i'm like just hitting the road type of stuff you know what i mean like uh so I get in the I'm getting all these phone calls. I'm like just ignoring them. I'm like, what the fuck are they calling me so early for? You know, I finally answer and they're like, Yo, where the fuck are you at? We supposed to be supposed to be here. I'm like, Oh, okay. I was told this time, you know, so-and-so told me this time. Anyway, long story short, I get there, I get yelled at. They're like, Go clean your room, blah blah blah. So I get put on details. They're like, Hey, we're not gonna discipline you, but you're gonna be on like some shitty ass details to make up for whatever. I'm like, a right, well, bet. Um, <laughs> I end up having to do uh what they call port details. So like when we first get there, we got to go pick our vehicles up that came on the ships. Um, so I travel, I think it's like, I don't know, three, four hours away from our location. And we're standing in line, like about to leave. And it's like, say it's like 70 of us in a straight line, 75 vehicles or however many vehicles. Sure. And there's military drivers, and then there's local national drivers. Um, and this is my fir- like first week in country from Germany. And I'm not even in country. I'm in Kuwait. Kuwait is, you can go to Kuwait today. No, you know, no war, nothing like that. that. Gotcha. You can can just go. Gotcha. But I don't know that. I'm like, hey, we're in the desert. we had war, you know. Right. To you, if it ain't Fairfield and it looks like this, it's war. It was war. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm looking down. It's like 10 people. On my right, and it's like 60 on this one. So I'm looking, I'm looking at the vehicles, I'm looking at the people. I'm like, I'm about to get a local fucking national watch. Sure as shit. They're like, you, 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 you. And I'm like, God damn it. So I had to get in a truck with this local national dude. We get in a truck, we're in this long convoy. We're like two hours into the ride in the middle of the desert at night. Like, think about Aladdin Desert, where they, where they, like, that kind of in the sand. Yeah, in the sand at night. All of a sudden, my trucks and how flying. many? Hold on, how many vehicles? It's like seventy vehicles in this. Oh yeah, so, so
0: yeah, it's just a dust dust cloud. Just, Ain't no, it's not like the normal you might think of, like camping middle no. of the night where the sky is dark and the sky, no, you, you know, you're almost getting lit up by the moon. Nah, this no. is like
2: beautiful night. I mean, you could you could feel like you could touch the stars, but yeah. it's nighttime dirt <laughs> from. Big rig vehicles, like they're pulling tanks and shit on the back of these. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Cut to, it's like uh I start seeing vehicles passing us, and I'm mm. like, this is odd. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And then our truck starts like, he's like, oh, I don't, I don't speak Arabic. Oh. He don't speak English. Next what? thing I know, we're the last vehicle. All of the vehicles in front of us, lights just slowly fade out.
1: Oh and our
2: truck stops, and I'm in the middle of the desert. Uh Edward with a local national who don't speak you and you don't don't speak him. He don't speak, I don't speak speak him, he don't speak me. And I I am like I got my I got my M4 and I got my M9, and I'm like start the truck, start the truck, and he don't speak me, and I don't speak him. So now he done got out the truck. I'm like, nah, nigga. <laughs> you get out. I go where you go. I know that. I know you can speak that. <laughs> I go where you go. <laughs> I hop out. I'm like cutting around the corner, like pieing him off. He's up underneath the truck. I'm like, fix it. I'm like looking around like this is a setup, bro. It's
0: got like, a setup. setup. I'm the they, one. They about,
2: about to pop out the sand. going to be. Me, I'm being a video you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get my head. Like my mama gonna see this, right? Right? <laughs> like this is not how I wanted to debut.
0: Oh my god! We end up getting, we end up I know. A- I know you got the you got the bubble guts. You like, now All saw, of a sudden, I need to go to
2: the bathroom. I'm scared, <laughs> but I'm I'm in my military mode, so I'm in training. And I'm like, I will shoot anybody <laughs> who right. doesn't have this on. Right. I don't care they can be coming to help. Bow. Bow. <laughs> like, whoop, sorry. <laughs> Should announce yourself. All I right, don't speak I, you, you'll speak. Take you. I'll,
0: I'll take that. I'll <laughs> take that. <yeah. laughs> Do you need this? He had it. Just <laughs> blow the
2: horn until somebody show up. Right. Uh, oh my so god. He, he finally gets the vehicle fixed and that's cool. So he gets the vehicle fixed. So now where he's like, uh I'm like, nigga, I don't <laughs> I don't oh, know he he don't, need, don't know where to know go. Where to go. Because we were five uh,
0: and you can't really just say go straight because it's just like
2: pitch black. We might, black desert we might go back know? around and be back where we started at. Right. So you can't see the you can't see the tire marks, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're, we're just going. So, like, I'm just like, just just go, just fuck it, just go. Somebody, we're gonna run into something. Yeah. It's gonna be the action or satisfaction. <laughs> like, but we ain't sitting here, but I'm ready. For either one. all right <laughs> I don't know if you're ready. Because <laughs> I don't see shit around here that says you ready. <laughs> I am. I'm ready. <laughs> so we finally so Do, we do
0: you know do you ever do you know whatever happened to the tank? or just
2: I don't know what happened to the no, so we was in a we was in a semi truck. Oh, we the semi. pulling the tank. Yeah, we was pulling the tank. Ah. The semi broke down, um, but he was able to get it back running. Gotcha. and then by that, by that time the, the vehicles had left so like i just start seeing like lights in the distance i'm like go go towards yeah. the light you know so he's driving towards them and then like they get brighter they're like boom stop your vehicle get out and i'm like i get out and they're like stand right down I'm like I'm american. <laughs> I'm american for God's <laughs> sakes i'm american <laughs> jesus Cause if they feel like I feel, they're ready for something. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. like, like we're oh, at yeah. war, Daddy. <laughs> like I don't know, you dark skinned, yeah, yeah. somebody could have took some army clothes. Like, <laughs> right? They was like, get you, all you, your fucking days. You look closer <laughs> to them than
0: you look to us. So. Yeah, like,
2: get all your fucking knees. I'm like, bro, it's me, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I was just, I was just responsible for this. this Tens of thousands, of under, Dude, oh, you had a tank, a so million millions of? of dollars worth <laughs> yes. of equipment,
2: and now I'm on my knees. Now I'm on my knees, begging, please, don't shoot me, trigger happy, uh, West Virginian. <laughs> you you <laughs> can't kill to a black person. Out from. all the,
0: you're trying to spit out all the the, all the, the, the American like, trivia. Elvis <laughs> Presley, <laughs> <Like, laughs> like, like, little know, peanut was butter banana sandwiches. Oh.
2: Just, <laughs> <like>, just yeah. <laughs> All that shit, bro.
0: New York has two baseball teams.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Oh you know, my he's, god. He comes down, he's
2: like, man, I almost fucking shot you. What the fuck are you doing out here? I'm like, did you see some trucks? He's <laughs> <It's> like, trucks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you mean? I'm like, I'm not just out here riding around, nigga. <laughs> like, so, so yeah. So did, you, did you, you ever even find the cowboy? like 3 hours later. Wow. Like this is this is that's just the first almost deaf experience with the lights cuz then they were like, "Yeah, just there's another base if you go that way, like a click and a half that way, just stay <laughs> on course." And I'm like, "All right, pull up. Just stop your vehicle. Get the fuck out." Like, <laughs> you
0: like they didn't call you? Niggas didn't call you. They told me to come here.
2: None of us know who we are. You know what I mean? Like we just all of these different little outposts in the sand. It's nighttime. You know what I mean? Like, so finally we show up. Our base is like, get out of the vehicle. I'm like, man, it's fucking. Like I'm tired. I'm tired. Nope. Nope. (laughs) And it's, it's my people. My people are like, our in vehicles are like, we were just coming to get you. I'm like, motherfucker, three hours later. <laughs> it's like all the vehicles rolled up. We're like, we're thinking you about to show up or you maybe went to chow or something. I was like, then they were like, uh, is Robinson accounted for? It? It's like, uh, anybody seen him? <laughs> so I'm like, I could have been dead. And right. I was up here eating goddamn Snickers bars and shit. Re nigga. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, bro first week like i'm talking about 72 hours first week bro in that wow
0: yeah. bro that's crazy that that's was... enough like like by the time you get back to base you're like all right so <laughs> i'm i'm good uh <laughs> I, did, I did
2: the whole deployment thing check <laughs> that's check for me right <laughs> i had
0: all of it uh been on both yeah. sides at this point i was in the right and the wrong hey <laughs> time to go home for me bro anybody man. Anybody seen a a backpack?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <It's> got a <laughs> Robinson on it. Anybody see that shit? Yeah, man.
0: Oh my gosh, that is crazy, and the fact that you know you remember that story so vividly it's after all these brain. years, it's like asking it's my brain. It says a lot about what that moment meant, how yeah. that moment felt. Yeah. Sheesh, yeah. and that was in the beginning, and you were there for how many months?
2: I was there for 11 months. I 11 didn't do the whole 15. I, they, they lifted the stop loss. I was able to reenlist. Well, I had already reenlisted at this point. Hmm. But they did a stop loss, and they were like, Nigga, everybody can't go nowhere. Nowhere. You know what I mean? Um wow. So they lifted it. They lifted it for 30 days. And my recruit, um, they call him a retention NCO. Uh-huh. He came out to where I was at to tell me. He was like, "Robertson." and I could see, I could hear him yelling my name and he just like with papers in his hand, like asking people like, where's Robinson? <laughs> like, it's like, hey, sign sign right here, hey, we're gonna get you out of here and I was like, what? He's like, they lifted wow. the stop loss but we gotta hurry up, I gotta fax this, I was like <laughs> get me the fuck out of here
0: get me out, and yep. then you get done signing, and he's like, gotcha gotcha, nigga <laughs>
2: no take backs no that's four more years, buddy <laughs> yep exactly what it was
0: <laughs> wow man okay man. all right so we're gonna we're gonna come back What? <laughs> we're gonna come back to to america yep um did because when you left did you come straight to america you went no yeah, you did yeah. you came back here first
2: right yeah i came back home i got to do the whole surprise your mom yeah um you know from know that yeah i hadn't talked to her uh, kind of on purpose because every time I talked to her, she's like, What vehicle numbers are y'all again? You know, because she's watching every it's OIF one, it's the war. Yeah, so course. every time a vehicle's on there, you know, her heart is just pounding, like Is that yeah. them? Is that them? So I used to just be like telling her anything, like, Oh, no, nah, mom, I sit in the office, and you know what I oh, mean? Oh, like, well, she, she didn't knows. really know. If you see those vehicles, that's who I belong to, but I don't really be, yeah, I was just trying to like calm her nerves. Yeah, um, as much as possible, just to cause I can under I can imagine how stressful that is. Cause I mean, it's stressful for you. You see your boy one day, and then the next time you're like, "Hey, where's Jackson?" At and they're like, "Oh, you ain't here." You're like, "God damn, man!" Like, and so,
0: oh. yeah, I, I never even thought about it. I guess because even though I was older than you, I was still very young at the time, so I didn't think about the effect that probably had on her. You know, yeah. re- really, you know, you're still. know we always are are, our mom's babies but at that age you're really still her baby yeah so to be
2: a grown man yet i'm right 20. i turned 21 in iraq actually i turned 21 in iraq so
0: yeah so so to her to to have to deal with even though like you said she was excited about the fact that you were going i'm pretty sure that excitement felt a little different after the war you know became a reality yeah. And so I, so I could understand you keeping, yeah. So she, so she didn't know nothing about 72 hours later.
2: No, she didn't know anything. I like think this is probably, probably the first time she'd heard that story. If she's still on it's wow. probably just now.
0: Wow. Which makes sense though. Cause like my mom, like I remember being in LA, maybe my f- first or second year of living out here and, uh, I was living in that, that, that my first apartment, you remember back by by downtown LA and, um, I was coming home one night and, and my, the parking lot, we had to pay extra to be in the parking lot. Mm. I ain't have extra. So I parked on the street and then, you know, you walk up that long road, um, that, that hugs the parking lot and the freeway entrance, Mm. you know, back up to the front of the building. Yeah, And I passed by these these two Mexican guys and, you know, we come from a small town. So we used to, you know, having a certain amount of street smarts, even though we didn't live in the streets like that, you still at, at least understand, like watch your back. Right. Yeah. And so I passed by the, the the guys and I have my hood like halfway on. I happened to kind of like glance out the corner of my eye and I see one of them's hand like coming towards my shoulder.
1: Mm.
0: And you know, like you, I'm fresh, I'm fast, Jack.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm fast, Jack. And, right? yeah.
0: and guess what? In the middle of the night in Los Angeles with no weapons on me, one to two, I ain't fighting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm over here on this. I used to always worry about that little walkway because walkway. it's right next to that, like I said, that freeway entrance, so there's yeah. a lot of noise. Yeah, so if yep. so, unless if it's anything like a gunshot. Yeah, if you over there getting stabbed, nobody or, knows. Stop. Nobody knows. Yeah. yeah. No, there's 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 no windows around. Yeah. Nobody knows, and so yeah. I was always very like you know apprehensive Alert. about yeah. kind of walking walking down there, bro. I took off, took off, and 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 as a man, I know. Hopefully, men can can understand this fact and be honest, like. Yeah. Even when you are in a situation where you have to be smart and you have to be the one to run away, be the one to get out of there, even though it feels smart in the moment, later you feel horrible. You feel like, Yeah, Man, I thought I, felt like I was a coward, like I should have, I should have just, I should have hit his hand. And it came around with the because
2: the other dude didn't see me. I could have just, as he went this way, I could have just elbowed him back, yeah.
0: <laughs> right? All it's like, thing. like you being in your head, and that you know, that whole machismo thing kind of kicks in. But yeah. you know, thankfully, I didn't really try to be the man yeah. in that moment because you never know, like, yeah, it could have just been a fight, and some guys was trying to rob me because they thought I was one of them, and then it was a fist fight. Yeah. I laid them both down, they recognized, like, oh, let's not mess around with him again, yeah. but it could have not been could have not been and i think that you know those decisions that you have to make you know can be the difference of life or death you know for a lot of us but the moral of the story is my parents ain't know nothing about that story either (laughs) especially my mama i ain't told her nothing about it it was yet matter of fact i know for a fact i didn't speak of that story until i didn't live there anymore Mm. because you know that that's a big part of it it's like yeah you ain't going to say it, and you still there. You still there, yeah. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. So, so no, I I definitely understand that. Yeah. I definitely understand that.
2: No, um, I mean, it, it's definitely the smart decision to do. I had to be smart. And, and my military career, man, um, not just my military. Well, yeah, my military career. Outside of work, like my social military career or military life, yeah. right, was way different than my life in back home because I was you know charismatic, you know I me mean, funny, um, you know likable for the most part, you know what I'm saying uh, you know it wasn't until years later I found out I had a lot of problems with people that I didn't even know I had problems with you know what I mean that type yeah. of shit
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but then my military life was the same, except for one thing, I fought so fucking much. I don't know if it was an anger thing because, you know, I'm, I'm around these, you know, this, this, uh, um, this tough guy shit or tough guy lifestyle. Like my job, my job yeah. puts me into a mindset of like, motherfucker well, I can hit a flea off a fly's ear, goddamn 200 yards, you know what I mean? <laughs> <All> like, <right. laughs> fuck with me if you won't, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, you just, you just kind of get into that, uh, you get into that mindset, man. So like a lot of places we would go, there's other we're not the only unit we're not the only ones who do our job so you you know you run into other testosterone induced people you know what i mean and for the most part like i said my boy my boy niles and my boy Chriswell, always kind of like that's why i like the south so much like they taught me a lot about humbling yourself you know what i'm saying and um and, and understanding like big picture shit and a lot of stuff ain't worth it value the small things family community you know what I mean like yeah, that type yeah. of stuff uh, not that I didn't have it already but like I just feel like those two individuals kind of put me in a different mindset cuz I was a hothead you know um prior to that and then you know uh, a little bit after that but um and I was like 135 soaking wet <laughs> you know what I mean but I was like Chiseled, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I was yeah. all muscle, and every time we would go somewhere, and somebody have a problem, bro. They'd be like, "Get the little nigga." Mm. <laughs> he was over there too, and I'd be like, "So I learned early on, yeah you know, to uh I'm to tee off first. I'm I'm not taking any chances. I know it's always somebody gonna want to test me because they think it's gonna be easy match or whatever. So like I used to have to tee off first on a lot of shit, and I never had to like. I think I got on maybe two fights in the whole time I was uh, back home. You know what I mean? But in the military, I probably got like over 200. Easily. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, easily. It'd be repeated fights. Like, we fight at the club. We fight in the parking lot. We go to McDonald's. We fight <laughs> niggas at McDonald's. <laughs> we see the niggas the next day hooping. We fight them at the gym. You know what I mean? Like, and they're in the military. In the military. You know what wow. I mean? Uh, mostly in Germany. Uh, yeah. that, that time we were in Germany, it was a lot of that. Uh, I mean, we used to roll like 30, 40 deep, though. You know what I mean? Like Jeez. everywhere we went, it like 30, 40 deep carloads of, of people um, moving as a unit. You just who is that? You know, and if it's anybody who resembles somebody who was part of our unit, even if we, they didn't show up with us. Oh, nigga, he ain't alone. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? And, that, you know, that's that camaraderie and brotherhood that I think you kind of get uh, exposed to in the military where it's like, you know, uh I forget what comedian it is. Um dang, I think it's uh Tom segoyer He's talking about how black people have this brotherhood that white people don't have. He was like, he's like, uh, I'm gonna show I'll tell you a story. He's like he's like, uh, if there's a white guy as I'm leaving this comedy club and somebody punches him, I'll be like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that is Tom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, but a black dude, he's like, I gonna tell you right now, he's like, I was, I was walking across the street and this black guy was on the other side of the street. And as somebody said, Hey, inward, and he's like, and there was another black guy on the other side of the street and was like, who the hell are you talking to? It's like. <laughs> He's like, not I me, mean, I didn't say that guy. <laughs> like, we have no loyalty to each other. But like that's how that I so figure uh, the military kind of is is you just have loyalty for your unit, man. Like you might fight amongst each other at work and pe- think people a piece of shit, but like at least old school military used to be like that. Um when you go somewhere and you see somebody and they something they got a problem with somebody, you're like, wait a minute, hey, you good, you straight yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like oh yeah i'm good blah 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 and, and that's kind of all it takes you know what i mean to uh to, to get something either popping or neutralized be like you know so people quickly realize like oh this motherfucker ain't alone it's like 30 40 of these motherfuckers in here like they coming from everywhere all of a sudden you know what right, I mean? right 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 um, and that's just that's just kind of how the military was for many years for me uh was having that that connection to people
0: yeah so you talked about um you know your proficiency in weapons you was driving tanks, so I'm pretty sure they showed you how to use yep. the tank. You know, you say you can, you know, not knock a flea off a fly's ear uh, 200 yards means it sounds like a sniper to me. So I'm hearing weapons training, but I had Shaolin Sheldon on here talking about martial arts and how martial arts means uh, wa- the war art. And so, and oftentimes, you know, we actually looked into it some yeah. of the you know mo- most of your militaries throughout the world practice a certain type of martial art um for you know hand-to-hand combat did you guys yeah. do any of that kind of training as well
2: uh yeah so like um uh, you know the military adapted this uh kind of like before, like when mma was kind of getting started uh they called it combatives so it basically was that you know what i mean um you do hand-to-hand combat but that's bullshit um and that's like you know little basic strikes and stuff like that but like if you really want to get into it you start getting into combatives and everybody at the time i was in you had to go get combatives uh level one so you had to be certified at level one uh combatives like everybody across the army had to be that and then you could just like you know volunteer to get up to like i think like combatives level four or something like that and i think five was like instructor level um and then there was like competitions you know what i mean like units would compete like like the the movies where you see my boxing back in the day and shit like that. Like they would yeah. be doing combatives tournaments, uh, you know, military units, you know, would put up their best against the other people's best and stuff like that, um, so, to win so, trophies and all types of shit.
0: So, was there any um the combatives training? Would you say that there was any primary focus? Hey, what up, Dwight? Primary focus of style, meaning like um, no.
2: I mean, it was, it was mostly like jujitsu, uh, Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. um, mo- mostly like jujitsu style, uh, training that, that we would go through. Um, our, our, like our job, we really didn't get involved too much in it at the time. Cause I, I did have two different jobs. I was a, I was a tanker for about six years and then I was a scout for like five and a half. Um, <clears throat> but either, or, um, we're on vehicles, so if I'm on the ground wrestling a nigga, like I yeah. fucked up somehow. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> if, I went wrong. There's 14 other tanks with me. We all <laughs> fucked up. If I'm out
0: there <laughs> like
2: somebody, somebody is fired. <laughs> uh, I hate you. I just hate
0: your struggle sound. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it would be. Like we chilling in there. Yeah. If if you see
0: me rear naked choking somebody,
2: something went wrong. It's the problem. They said, uh, you know, they call tankers, uh, you know, fat because like all we do is sit, like we sit in the fucking vehicle and look through a site you're like, Oh, there they are about two clicks out. Boom. Target. Nope. Then he's not alive anymore. Next. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like don't get out. We don't. We make them. We pull up to the gas station. We hop on the top of the tank. We fill the the tank up, and then you know what I'm saying we we take off like same thing like until I became a scout. That's when I started walking. That's when I was doing like 50k uh, road marches, 25k road death marches. You know shit like that. But as a tanker, I I ain't have to do none of that shit.
0: That makes sense. Um. Yeah. Shout out to to the chat. I see Dwight. Dwight Brown, what's going on, family? I, know, I, ain't, seen, the holy, man. I ain't seen Dwight in a minute. Happy to hear from you, bro. Hope yes, God sir, is ski. good to you, treating you right in the family and all that. I see Natasha very good. I appreciate it. We appreciate you, Natasha. Thank you for that. Um, and I apologize to anybody watching on Facebook if it takes me a second to get back. I, for whatever reason, my YouTube comments in the chat get pushed directly to my screen automatically for facebook for whatever reason i have to like leave and go back to facebook to look at it to see if anybody um is participating in the chat so my apologies i'm not ignoring anybody happy to have any of y'all here you know just sitting here rocking with us having a great conversation about about reg's life at war which is just crazy for me to even say out loud because you know this is this is the cousin that i had to share my bike with you know i used to i used to absolutely hate this kid like i had a great bike and i played with i was the only child you know what i mean um and i played with this bike alone i got to ride it do jumps wheelies whatever when it was time to ride the bike i rode the bike and then until Red, i the came over <laughs> reg would come over didn't never brought a bike of his own he just brought himself yep. w- with hands and feet available to ride any bikes available and that bike was mine and so it'd be like let reg ride your bike and now i'm just sitting next to a tree watching my bike from a distance go and and reggie just smiling just he'll bike
2: fun was like i know this bike hella fast you see me you see me <laughs> See how fast I was just going. Cousin, watch.
0: I'm going to do it again. Watch. Watch. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So. So that, that that's impressive, man. Uh, Shout out to you. And I was going to say, you know, salute you. But I, I know you. You were the first uh soldier that told me I hate when people say thank you for your service. You're the first person I've ever heard. And I've heard other people subsequently say that. But Mm. tell people why you don't necessarily like that kind of recognition from civilians to say, hey, thank you for your service.
2: Well, I mean, I I don't it's not that I don't like it. Right. I appreciate because, I mean, back in the day, they used to spit in soldiers faces when they got off the buses. They used to boycott them, wouldn't give them rides, wouldn't Mm. rent apartments. So, like, you know, history of of the returning from war soldier is not you know as good as it is today you know what i mean wow i didn't know that you have parades and you know people are standing up applauding you you get in hey you want my seat you know that type of treatment so right um for for me to say that i don't like people saying thank you for your services is not necessarily um what it is you know it's, it's hard for me to accept something when i know so many other people what we call gave like the ultimate sacrifice, which uh, is died in uh, combat. So like it's not me you're thinking for my service. You know what I mean? Those brothers and sisters uh who, who lost their life, that's who I thank for their service because you know, um people, you know, jumped on grenades, people, you know, rushed into buildings, people, you know what I mean? People yeah, were yeah. the last ones up, you know, just holding off an ambush. Like there's a lot of, you know, stories that go on. Um you know, countless, uh, you know, incidents where, you know, those soldiers gave their uh, their ultimate sacrifice. So, like, to hear, you know, be walking around and, you know, somebody saying, oh, you're a veteran. Thank you for your service. I'm like, you're welcome. You know, it always mm. puts me in a mindset of, like, thinking, like, "For I'm here today, you know what I mean? Got Thanks you. to Got other you. people's service.
0: No, I, I respect it. And I apologize for phrasing it the wrong way. And I hear the difference. It's not so much you don't like yeah. them saying it, maybe sometimes in the moment you don't like where it puts your energy yeah your no, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah got it got it i can yeah. respect that i can respect that all right so interesting transition let's talk about cardi b i had a i had a thought earlier here's my thought mhm cardi b ruined it for strippers let me tell you why okay before cardi b the ceiling for a stripper were just like the top clubs, um, go, going you know being flown out to the top club in Atlanta, or the top club in Houston, or the top club in Vegas, yeah, you know doing these private sessions, blah blah blah. We all knew the 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 upper echelon of stripper life, right? Yeah. Cardi B has turned every stripper into a potential artist now how many stripper um social media model only fan model girls do you see now that seem like they either got a song or they got a, a performance they got a show coming up they rap it it's like you probably didn't really want to rap
2: before. I mean, that's kind of misogynistic to say.
0: There he goes with the big words.
2: What <laughs> does that mean, soldier? Well, I'm just, I <laughs> know, right? <Didn't> <laughs> right?
0: Here we go with the yeah, message. Yeah. are you the nigga
2: that didn't know where you the were message. going in the <laughs> desert? Right. My, my,
0: my <laughs> ju- the word, the message is gone. The word no, you said.
2: I, I feel you, right? There's an expectation now. Like, hey, this is the lane that I can potentially go into, right? So people see it as an opportunity. This is yeah. where I start and this is what I my goal is. How am I going to get to that goal? Maybe people say I'm cute. Let me go dance. You know what I'm saying? Let me get around to people that make these decisions and maybe they start playing my music in, in the place I'm stripping at and they're like, who's that? Oh, that's me, nigga.
1: Huh.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? As they shake it at. But <laughs> I feel like it's the same thing with, you know, with men too. Like, uh, you know, everybody who, you know, got dreads and dye the tips of it now. You know, they. Oh, I, I could be a rapper. I could be this. You know what I'm saying? Because I look the part. You know what I'm saying? I'm filling, I'm filling out that envelope in all the boxes to push, push my project. You know what I'm saying? So I, huh. I feel like maybe she, she set an expectation for, or she, she showed a lane that most of them didn't travel
1: uh-huh. because they
2: were looking. Oh well, how you make it in this game is that, or, or the, the dark route, right? But. You know what I mean, like. So you so saying
0: I, f- I need to celebrate it? That's what you're saying. I don't
2: say you need to celebrate it. I mean, I I still think her music is whack as fuck. But
0: but, but you think you think, and and I'm I'm asking this because I'm like, well, maybe it's because I, maybe I'm hating. I'm not a maybe, maybe, I, don't I, I, maybe I don't even know. Maybe I don't even realize that her. I'm hating because I share a similar space as yeah. an artist, and so to hear someone that's just kind of like, oh, I'm 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 not that. I don't feel called to that. I never. Thought I would be that, but yep. hey, if it's gonna make some money, I'll just do it. It's just kind of like it, and it, it doesn't affect me if they become an artist. It's just like, but now, now, they, now, Cardi B got you out your craft. You was really working on that pole climb trying to get to the top.
1: You, were, <laughs> you was really
0: getting that routine. You was together. almost there. He was you was almost there. there. Now you in the studio. Now you trying to remember bars. Now you 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 layering vocal background vocals is like hey, she got hey. you out your pocket. This ain't even you, Ma. And, and then you know, you. hold on, hold on. You know what makes it even worse. And this is whether they become rappers or not. I know another thing I'm kind of overhearing. <laughs> tell me how you feel about it. I'm overhearing uh social media girls who are making money in whatever way they make money call themselves bosses and call themselves um. Uh, entrepreneurs like that's come on man,
2: that's a bit. I much. mean, by, by definition, they really are. I, I feel you though. Uh, entrepreneur. I, I feel, I, yeah, I mean, it's they're entrepreneur. They're 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 capitalizing on what what they have. So I mean, I, I feel like it, I mean to me, it's the same thing that okay. people say. I'm about to go get this bag as they clock in to fucking Wendy's. I'm like, is that a bag or are you just fucking? Going to work, all
0: right. Like, okay, okay. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing so, to be I don't proved think you can wrong. Hate
2: on one or the other is like, it, you know, people, people call everything in the bag now. Oh, I'm about to go get this bag. I'm about to go cash out, and then they putting on their uniform and going to work. I'm like, that's just you're just going to work. You're supposed to do that.
0: All right. So I'm, I'm willing to be proved wrong. So let's read it.
2: Okay. A person who organizes
0: and operates. <laughs> A business or businesses, okay? Yes. Taking on greater than normal financial <laughs> risks in order to do so. In order to do so. All right. Okay. Okay. So.
2: By definition.
0: By definition, they are not an entrepreneur. They are not um, organizing and, hold on, who organized and operate? No. Okay. They're not operating the business they're not operating the business
2: how they're not operating the business
0: okay hold on I guess let's pick which business if it's a strip club go look at
2: go look at what business a business definition is
0: okay because I feel like I feel like like, let's let's go down the road by
2: definition they are in fact entrepreneurs
0: okay we're gonna get to the bottom and by the end of this we are going to say that they are (laughs) or are not (laughs) entrepreneurs and bosses hold on all right so uh business all right let's go
2: i think i think by definition man they are a hundred percent entrepreneurs whether we like it or not
0: okay okay so this is the wikipedia i wanted the whatever let's use this one so business is the practice of making one's living or making money by producing or buying and selling products. Yes. Business is the practice of making one's living Yes. or making money by. So one of those two things, either making your living or making money, even if it's not your living, right? By producing or buying and selling products. Are they doing one of those?
2: they're producing product. See it, product isn't a tangible as, thing, right?
0: I I, got to I, I kind of got to give you that because I guess if they are creating a product that the product, even if it's a
2: entertainment only
0: fans video or a, a social media account. Yeah. In, in essence, that is a product. So, yeah. I mean, they didn't, it's weird it's like a slippery slope because they didn't create it like they didn't create nope. Instagram
2: no nope.
0: um so whoever created Instagram actually created the product but yeah. some kind of subset of the product they created <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. they customized that's how I feel about it I don't feel like they created a, it I don't feel like it's they a produced Slippery it. slope right I feel like <laughs> they they just customized what their part um, of somebody
2: else's business. forget the saying it's something along those lines yeah but like bro. i mean look i've been stopped trying to focus on (laughs) (laughs) on that because you won't win like you won't win and you'll never match the numbers nobody wants to see you as a man do the things that a woman can do and nobody wants to see a woman do some things that a man can do it's like but the people are able to capitalize and cross those genres man and When they do it, it's like, and then people are like, "I don't understand." It's like it's not for you to understand. Cha ching, yep. Glad you don't understand. (laughs) Keep watching the videos, trying to understand. Cha ching. (laughs) Like that's what it's about, bro. Yeah, I I think I think um, entrepreneurs, man. Whether you want to believe it or not, bro, they out there getting a getting a bag. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna let it go. I, I think I have a I have a personal issue. Um, you know, with it myself, just yep. just because yeah, I know yeah, what yeah. I know yeah, what entre- yeah. I know what entrepreneurs go through. Like when it said that they have that they take on uh, financial risks. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. I, I, I know yeah. the I know that grind. So so it it is a bit difficult for me to look at that as you a boss now. I, if if I had a if I had a crack in my space page. cracking so hard I could take time off of it I wouldn't be like I'm a boss and entrepreneur because my myspace page is cracking I just (laughs) I just wouldn't own it like that
2: so cool you're not even a boss you're you're an influencer at that point that's that's the term you gotta you gotta get in you gotta replace boss with influencer in certain situations like those people are influencers they're influencing something as much as you want to hate on it or not, not saying you personally, but just like right. as much as people want to hate on it or not, man, they out there, you know? And I, yeah. it's fucked up because our generation, right? Like, our generation is the generation that has wasted talent.
1: Right. That's and what when I-, I say
2: that is because a lot of us, like, they won't do shit like we're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, they won't put themselves out there for the world to see they have they're funny they got great content you know they're interesting people but to put themselves out there bro like they it, we just grew up in a different time where you don't put yourself out there and embarrass yourself like that you know what I mean like <laughs> we grew up in that type of you know in your head once people can get out of their head like it's the, the bag is endless for people to to go out there and explore I know some hell of funny ass people hella talented people smart individuals yeah that you'd be like bro like, I get mad at people that have God-given talents, and I hope Tasha asked is still here. Like, she can sing. You know what I mean?
0: Step I up, wish Tasha.
2: I could sing. Step if I could up, sing, Tasha. this whole interview, I would have been singing the whole answers. Every fucking answer, everything you asked me, I would have been singing that shit.
0: Dude, I agree. I, I I love being a rapper. I love being a lyricist. I feel like there's no more creative art form, in my opinion, to than to use words the way that. A, a, a good rapper can, yeah. But singers don't saying, have so to try hard that. at all.
2: <laughs> no, they can singers, sing. Other people's singers, shit.
0: they don't have to.
2: Nobody gives it, a shit.
0: In a in, in a verse, you know, I might have eighty words in a verse. A singer could have seven. Yes, <laughs> I mean, they it really just,
2: they could just hit a run, and people be like, "Like money here, I love it, more of it." You know what I mean, but like you said, like you're you to be a rapper, actor. Uh, What she say? Because I felt that was being directed towards me. I felt attacked. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am specifically <laughs> attacking you <laughs> uh, <laughs> immediately. You call immediately. immediately. It.
0: Stop <laughs> going to bed.
2: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like you're you're so to be a rapper, to be an actor, a dancer, something like that. Um. It takes a lot of like thinking. Not not saying that that singing doesn't take thinking because you you got to be good at your art. You got to practice your art, of course. But what I'm saying is, um, to to for you to write a rap, you got to get in a mood. You got to pick get the story. The words got to rhyme. You got to do this poetic thing to this rhythm. You know what I mean? You got to be excited. You got to be engaging and stuff like that. Like I, as a singer, can. Oh, I already know people like this. Let me sing that. That's it. I already know people like this. I can do the like this. You know what I mean, like.
0: And and there's no, and and there's nothing against it. Like I think that's another thing that no. that singers miss is like once you can sing. Let's say you're a singer. I'm gonna I'm gonna use Tasha. I don't know Tasha. I don't know as far as like I don't know her as far as like her writing and creating her own music if she does any of that. But I'll say this. The beauty is that as long as she has the talent, she don't have to do anything else. She can literally go everywhere and be accepted immediately because she's singing music that that place loves. She could pick Whitney Houston song, Shaka Khan song, Mariah she's Carey urban. song, Randy's song. And then, matter. and that's it. No, no one's going to be like, whereas like, I, I couldn't say, all right, I'm going to do this Tupac joint. I'm going to do a Nas rap. I'm gonna do a Snoop song. Somebody in like, the back gonna
2: be like, "Do your own shit, nigga." <laughs> right? <laughs> the hell you think you is? <laughs> you ain't Tupac, nigga. Shut your ass up. <laughs> like you're unoriginal. Yeah, so an original original. Did. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I was getting kicked off the stage. They gonna, nigga, and they
2: gonna go to all your social media, <laughs> nigga, and let everybody know this nigga rapping other niggas' shit. Right. Like, it's but gonna if you're a singer, you I can't be a comedian. I can't be a comedian. And go tell oh, Bernie Mac jokes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I'm a comedian and I'm, I'm going to tell uh, I'm going to do the whole stand up from Eddie Murphy raw. Like, no, no, you can't. Yeah, now,
0: which you could the only sleight of hand that you could do is if you know how to do impressions, because yes. then that, that's another easy way to yep. get people to like you because I, right, I'm going to do Eddie Murphy. Yeah. If, if Eddie Murphy was talking to Cardi B about yeah. why she calls herself a boss, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like now yeah. that's funny. Yeah. But but yeah, they have but even
2: that is even that is taking uh, practicing and getting your uh, and doing a creative. You got to you know, work ex, on that. You got to work on that. You know what I mean? The like but you have a god-given talent. Even if you know how to run fast, your ass should be on the track <laughs> every day. If you a hooper, your ass should be in the fucking gym every goddamn right. day. Like right. god-given talent, man. And you know, like Will Smith said, you know, something a while ago, it was like uh or maybe it it was even code, I can't remember. Somebody, one of them, said, like, um, uh, practice outweighs talent any day or something like that, something to the effect of that. And I'm like, yeah, but talent never goes away. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, the
0: the, the phrase is um, hard work will beat talent if talent doesn't work hard.
2: Yes. Yeah. And And, and, and it it will beat it, but talent will never go away. Right. You'll always be able to sing. Oh, yeah. Unless oh, yeah. you get shot in your fucking throat. Right. <laughs> but you probably still can hum like a bitch. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> 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 made a whole fucking song like it. Whole song. Triple right. platinum. Motherfucker just whistling.
1: <laughs> right.
0: All right. But so that's a fact. That's a fact. I do wish, I do hope that this uh podcast will ignite people in their own journeys. Like there's nothing more important than for us to do than to somehow excite somebody else. Like whether you look at my podcast and you're like, man, he's trash. I could do way better than that. Cool. That's still motivation for you. Take it and do it at what you made because the world needs more voices. It needs more love. It needs more positivity. It needs more diversity in thought and honest thought. And so, you know that that that's all we're trying to do. So anybody uh, listening, especially Tasha, because you ain't go to sleep yet, you still listening. Um, <laughs> we 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 got to have like some kind of talent um, portion of this show. Like like once once our numbers get up and you know the the the, the viewership uh, really starts to get to the to the next level, I do want to start bringing people on to 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 expose people because already i've had people on this show that if they knew how talented somebody was they could get them somewhere like like just my guest yesterday has worked with big names he he was the music director um for american idol like like ran the whole band um he's worked with top dog artists he's worked with chris browns he's worked with big labels like like so already i've had people on the show that if they were listening and i know he watches if they were yeah. listening and saw or heard somebody doing something, they could be like, "All right, well, what do you want to do?" Because that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. If you, what, people are gonna take you for whatever you um, allow them or tell them to take you as, if you take yourself as a serious artist, that's what they're gonna take you as. If they, if you take yourself as like someone who just has a great talent, but you don't really see yourself trying to be, you know, in the limelight like that, cool. That's how they're gonna look at you. Yeah. And and, you know, having a safe place for people to come and be whatever you want to be as an artist, because I'm way past the idea of because you have a great talent, you should try to be a superstar like yeah. that ain't for everybody. Yeah. Somebody want somebody just wants to have an amazing talent and sing at weddings. And that's just they would love that that would fill their heart with joy just to sing at weddings all the time. Cool. Cool. Well, sing at as many weddings as possible. That's all I say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cover as much ground as you can. Be one of them people that they flying out to come to Dallas to sing at this wedding. And then the, tomorrow you got to go over to Atlanta and then you shooting up to Connecticut and back down to Baltimore. Like be that person. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. But a lot of people, like you say, they have this talent. And maybe because they don't either they don't have the belief in themselves, um, or they don't know exactly what they want to do with it. Yeah, it just kind of sits dormant.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it's like you said. The you know, hopefully, and I've been, you know, I've had many a podcast shows. You you already know. Um, I that's that's one thing is like, hey, look learn learn from people's mistakes especially people that you know right and i always say like the the people that know you or think that they know you are going to be your biggest critics but it's also motivation to them because they're going to be like oh i saw this that i think they they could have did it like this like okay well that's that was an idea that you didn't have until you seen this You know what i mean like right um so if that's inspiration if that's what somebody needs to to propel them into a direction of success like mission accomplished you know what i mean um.
0: Absolutely. You know, it, w- without
2: without me knowing or going to the military, meeting the people that I met, bro, I would not have never in my life known how to change a goddamn transmission on a Monte Carlo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like little shit like that. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, I you know I forget yeah. who the f- I always know these shits in my head, but I forget who says them to me. Um. But uh. You know, you, you know, you don't know about business until you get involved in business. So, like, you won't know about shit until you just start, like, just start looking at the shit. Start, like, if you're curious about something, start looking at that shit. And you're going to go down a rabbit hole because you're going to find something else that you didn't know. That's going to send you in a direction. Then you're just going to send you, then you're going to watch this video. Then, like, before you know it, you so deeply invested into something, you are years ahead of where you would have been had you never had a fucking start it. You know, so absolutely. Um, I guess that's my little motivational absolutely. piece for the for the segment, since I was talking about all, a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, man, that was incredible content you gave out today. I know a lot of people were entertained, um, probably, you know, surprised to hear some of it. Um, but that's good. You know, we live in a world right now where it's, it's good to have your eyes opened. And sometimes you don't know what your eyes have been closed to but sometimes just having them open in one direction makes you question yep. something else. It makes you, you know, turn your head the other way and go, hold on. Well then what about this other thing? And so that's the only way we find truth. Yep. So, but with that, we're going to close it out, man. I, I, uh, I enjoyed this. Yes, I sir, enjoyed chatting with you cuz oh, this has been uh really good everybody in the chat watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, appreciate all, all of you appreciate the comments. The energy uh, was really good. That that makes a difference when you have that kind of energy flowing through. Absolutely. Um, through a conversation, it, it tends to go really fast. I don't feel like we've been talking as long yep. as we have. Yeah. So with, with that being said, bro, pod is good all the time. And all pod the time, good, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode seventeen. My guest, Reg from the Civ. Tell them how they can catch up with you. If they want to and reach me out on
2: Facebook, man, y'all know what it is. Uh, <laughs> most of y'all are, are from my Facebook. So, uh, just hit me up, man. Check in, tap in with your people, man. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of people come in and out. Uh, I'm glad to see that you at least, uh, was interested, you know, to see what the hell I was uh, up to. Like, why the hell am I alive right now? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I try to, you know what I'm saying, I try to go through and scroll through and just, you know, check in on my people, like y'all pictures and stuff like that. You know, the, the simple, you never know what somebody's going through, man. You know, we, I had a, a you know, a friend who just recently, uh, you know, passed away who committed suicide. And I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of us are going through trials and tribulations. Like, we don't know, you know, how each other is feeling. We just think everybody's straight because, you know, social media becomes this facade that we, you know, we, we take for, for granted um we're well not for for granted but you know we take as reality but you know everything sometimes yeah. is just smoke and mirrors man so it's good to just tap in with your loved ones especially people you know that you grew up with that you might not have seen um you never know their situation so you know if you ever feeling like and i you know you ever feeling like you need to talk to somebody talk to me um you know what i'm saying hit me up on any goddamn social media that y'all followed me on already uh if you want to learn about any fucking thing man i'm deeply heavily invested in uh in a lot of shit, man. So I can at least point you into a right uh the right direction or give you somebody uh they can put you on or something. So but yeah, man.
0: So appreciate you, bro.
2: Oh, one more thing. All right,
0: y'all. Oh, uh, one more thing. I'ma
2: to I'm am going drop the I'ma drop the dime on us. Um be look out for the no u turns podcast with me and yours truly cashmere, California. We will be having our yes, own sir. show. Um coming soon uh Come yeah soon. um but i really appreciate you Kazo, for having me on man i'm glad i finally got on. um yes i uh, was able to get on this thing man i loved it i had such a good time man i can't wait to do it for realsies
0: yeah yeah we we on that love you cuz <laughs> um <laughs> but, just fucking go black real quick. Just. <laughs> like, click. Uh, <laughs> got it. yeah. We know we got to handle the inside yeah. jokes. Uh, but yeah, uh, no no turn signal podcast it will be coming soon, starring Cashman, California, and Reg yes, from the Seb. It will be funny. From top to bottom. We probably won't be talking a whole lot no, of war, no, 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 no. but you
2: never know. I mean,
0: that, that's the I whole do have point. a lot There's of no more funny stories know.
2: about the military that y'all need to hear though. So yeah, definitely.
0: I believe it. I believe it. So we will we will get into all of it uh and let y'all know when that's coming. So uh, you know, like he said, stay tuned. With that being said, we'll holla at y'all later. Peace. Peace out.